the voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Coldwater Cardinals softball is on the air. Back to Alexis Bills and she crushed that one a mile to the fence. Left field side. What a day for Alexis Bills. She drives home two and makes the score 15-0. Brought to you by these members of the WTVB Sports Boosters Club. Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers. Paul Lang of Bailey and Wood Mortgage Lender. Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Branch County Abstract and Title. Edward Jones Financial Advisor Diana Butler. Case Realty Group. CNO Insurance. Culey's Jewelry. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant. Furniture and Mattress Warehouse. Ask Haywood PC. Hillside Motor Sales. Integrity Apparel Screen printing and embroidery, Mancino's Pizza and Grinders, Matt Hale at Homes, McDonald's of Branch County, Midwestern Realty Group, Nottawa Gas Company, Surpro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties, Union Pallet and Container, Edward Jones Financial Advisor B.J. West, Willows Bar and Grill, and Edward Jones Financial Advisor Jay Wright. And warm greetings from the campus of Max Larson Elementary School and the Rotary Softball Complex as Coldwater Cardinals softball hits the air for the first time uh, this season. It's a non-conference doubleheader between the Coldwater Cardinals and the Jonesville Comets from the Big 8 Conference. I'm Sean Watson. To my left is Coldwater High School Athletic Hall of Famer Quinn Berry. We're on the bottom of the seventh oh, inning, game Number one nine. of the doubleheader. Yeah. The Cardinals trail oh. five to two, and Number Brooklyn nine. Carey just got a one-out single to right field, her second hit of the game. This has been quite a pitcher's duel between the Cardinals' Alexis Bills and Madeline Lee for Jonesville. Yeah, Madeline Lee's got uh, four good pitches for Jonesville, and uh, she's kept these hitters off balance all night long, and... Uh, Picked up a number of strikeouts. Brianna Omo up to bat. She swings and misses at the next offering from Lee, so she's behind in the count 0-1-2. It was scoreless until the bottom of the fifth inning. Alexis Bills had about a seven or eight pitch at bat against Lee, and then she cranked a solo homer to left center field as Omo swings and misses. Two down, bottom of the seventh. Down to the last hitter, potentially, for the Cardinals in Morgan Dancer. She struck out both plate appearances tonight. Yeah, this has been a good ball game. Uh, Jonesville with uh, some great pitching and then also some timely hitting there last couple of innings. Swing and a short fly ball is going to be gloved by second baseman Brooke Owen for the final final out of the inning. Jonesville 5, Coldwater 2. Game two, upcoming. Coldwater drops just their second game of the season to the Jonesville Comets. Final score of five to two. Jonesville moves to five and four, right, Sean? Uh, Yes, they do. A good, solid uh, ball game for the Jonesville Cardinals. The voice of Cardinals just just didn't hit the ball enough tonight, uh, and they've been doing a really good job of that all year long. So they'll regroup here, come out in the second game, see what happens here. We will take this three-minute break, be back with our Branch County Abstract and Title Between Games report, and recap the first game of the doubleheader. You're listening to Cardinals Softball on WTVB. Runners, to your mark. Set. Some may see a sprinter. 
At the NFHS, we see a future leader already off to the races. Some may see a volleyball player. One hit! Way to go, girls! At the NFHS, we see a spike in confidence that will help her achieve her potential. What else do we see? Musicians learning to march to their own beat. We're the NFHS, the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and activities in America, helping today's teenagers develop the skills they need to become tomorrow's leaders. And we see it happening in communities across Michigan every single day. Learn more about the NFHS commitment to youth at NFHS.org. This message presented by the NFHS, the National Federation of State High School Associations. The love of the game draws us to sports as players, coaches, spectators, and officials. For officials, it's a way to stay in the game they once played, to feel the thrill of putting on the uniform, stepping out of the playing surface, hustling to make the call, and building the relationships which can only be built in sports. If you still have that love for the game, we always need new officials. Register now at MHSAA.com. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. More and more these days, it feels like sports are losing out to hype. Who dissed who? Who signed the fattest contract? Who got busted for cheating? Lost 2 is the unique capacity sports have to inspire us, to unite us. Well, great news, sports fans. Sports are still being played for the right reasons. They're still as entertaining as they are character building. You just have to know where to find it. And you only have to look as far as your local Michigan high school. You know, the place where the games are exciting, concessions are affordable, and the parking is free. Where the emphasis is on hustle and heart instead of hype. If you prefer real, honest-to-goodness sport played for all the right reasons, you'll find it at your hometown high school, High School Sports. Games are being played this weekend at a Michigan high school near you. Okay, everybody, who's in? This message presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association and the Michigan Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. A fire in your home or business is nothing you ever planned on, but it is something you can plan for by calling on the Fire and Water Cleanup and Restoration Specialists, ServPro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties, or ServPro.com. That's where you'll find a team of highly trained professionals who are committed to helping you develop a plan to make sure you're ready for whatever happens. With an emergency-ready profile from ServPro, you'll take confidence in and knowing that when the things that matter the most are on the line, they will be too, because you can't keep fire damage from taking control of your home or business. But with an emergency-ready profile from ServPro, you can make sure it doesn't take control of your life. So before fire and water damage strikes, make sure you're ready to strike back with the cleanup specialist the insurance industry has trusted for more than 40 years at 517-278-5261 or at ServPro.com. ServPro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties, helping make fire and water damage like it never happened. Call 517-278-5261. Franchises are independently owned and operated. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Our Between Games report from here at the Rotary Softball Complex is brought to you by Branch County Abstract and Title. Wishing good luck to the Cardinals. For title insurance, escrow closings, or other title or abstract services, turn to Branch County Abstract and Title. Locally owned and operated, they've been serving Branch County since 1887, where they strive to serve their customers. Branch County Abstract and Title, located at 22 Tippets Plaza, off Hanchett Street, Coldwater, Column at 278-6960. 
I'm Sean Watson. He is Quinn Berry, and Justin Lopshire is back in the WTVB studios producing and engineering. Jim Measle is here as well. He is a PA announcer here at the Rotary Softball Complex all season. Again, the Cardinals just losing their second game of the season to the Jonesville Comets. The final line total, five runs, seven hits, two errors, seven runners left on base for Jonesville. Two runs, four hits, four errors, and three left on base for the Cardinals. Bills taking the hard luck loss. She gave up all five runs on seven hits, one walk, six strikeouts. But what a terrific performance for Jonesville's Madeline Lee. Gave up two runs on four hits, no walks, 15 strikeouts. Well, there's no doubt uh, she had Coldwater's number on the mound tonight. Uh, she had that rise curve rise ball going all night long, and then uh, she had a couple other pitches that uh, gave the, the Cardinals some fits too, but uh, a great pitching performance by that young lady. And a uh, little zip on the ball. Cardinals, I don't know. We haven't seen any of their games yet this year, so we don't know. That might be one of the best pitchers they've faced all year. Oh, when you consider the uh, opposition that the Cardinals have faced so far in the league, uh, Harper Creek and uh, Marshall, not really the best. Uh, uh, Their only loss up through today's doubleheader was a loss in the back end of a doubleheader up at Gull Lake to actually start the season. Yeah, I mean, Gull Lake's a great program, so to split with them up there, that's a good job by the the lady cards up there, but uh, Jonesville, you know, we weren't sure what we were going to see tonight. Uh, Jonesville got swept by Bronson the other night in uh, in a twin bill on Tuesday, so uh, we weren't quite sure, but they did lead Bronson, I think you said halfway through that game, and Branson came back in the late innings and won, but uh, Jonesville, good ball club out there. They hit the ball when I was here the last three innings, and uh, uh, Cardinals, a uh, couple of errors didn't help either, but uh, for the most part, uh, Jonesville deserved, uh, they just outplayed the Cardinals on both offense and defense. Jonesville coming in with a 4-4 four and four overall record. Four and two in the Big Eight Conference. Last year they finished twenty-one and fifteen overall, and ten and four in the Big Eight. You know, just behind uh, league champion Quincy from last year. Bronson was in the mix last year as well, as you probably know. So they're playing some pretty good softball over at Jonesville, and uh, their head coach Marlena Nichols. Yeah, they are, and they've uh, they just got a good athletic program over in Jonesville. Uh, Got a chance to see their girls basketball during the season and uh, had some tremendous athletes on that team. And uh, it just carries over from sport to sport. And uh, they just seem to be on a roll right now, especially in girls sports. Now, to be fair, both Jonesville and Coldwater, they played uh, fewer games than they would have liked to. Uh, various weather and uh, rain out issues uh, hampering the uh, progress of their respective seasons. The Comets started with a doubleheader sweep at Homer back on April 12th, 6-2 and 8-5. And then on the 14th, they lost at Tecumseh 12-5 and 17-7 in five innings. Back to action on April 20th, they hosted Union City and swept them off the diamond 16-1 in five innings, 16-0 in four. And then uh, they were idle. Uh, last Saturday's scheduled tournament at Onstead was canceled. And then on Tuesday, they lost at Bronson 9-5 and 13-0 in six innings in the nightcap. 
Yeah, I'm th- sure they were a little disappointed to get swept there by Bronson, but uh, it's a good ball club. They've got a good tradition going over there right now, and uh, hopefully uh, for them, they'll uh, we'll see another good ball game here tonight, and then all success to them the rest of the year. Coldwater coming off a 20-18 and 18 overall season last year. They finished in third place in the Interstate 8 at 8-4. Eight and four. Starting off this season now at 7-2 with a loss to Jonesville. 5-2, again, the final score in the first game of our doubleheader. But they split to open the season back on April 12th at Gull Lake, winning 5-3, losing 8-7. And then here against Harper Creek in the league opener, destroying the Beavers 11-0 in six innings, 14-0 in five on April 14th. They were supposed to play up at Granville on April 16th. That was canceled. Their scheduled doubleheader at Hastings was rescheduled for May 4th. Same deal that we saw with baseball. So they didn't return into action until last Friday, last Thursday. What? Yeah, it was last Thursday. They won both ends of a doubleheader at Thornapple-Kellogg, 18-0 in five innings, 8-1 in the nightcap. Then on Tuesday, they won against Marshall in the opener 7-1, had to come from behind in the nightcap to get the 7-3 win there. Yeah, so like we said, uh, you know, early in the season still, you're still, you know, we just haven't played enough baseball or softball outside yet. And uh, these these teams are still feeling their way through what they've got and who their, who their key players are and where they belong on the field. So uh, we'll see what happens here in game two and what uh, Coach LeBeau can come up with. We'll take this three-minute break and be back with more from the Rotary Softball Complex. You're listening to Goldwater Cardinal Softball on WTVB. You'll never grill the same way ever again. It's time to book your ticket to the Hall of Flame with the new Traeger Timberline XL from Nottawa Gas. The touchscreen display and simple controls make the Timberline XL easy to use, featuring an induction cooktop that allows for scorching, hot searing, sautéing, simmering, frying, and of course, grilling. Traeger is the number one selling wood pellet grill on the market. Experience the thrill of a new grill from Nottawa Gas, just east of Nottawa on M66, south of Tecancha on Old 27, or shop online at nottawagas.com. Are you looking for your dream home but don't know where to start? Bailey and Wood Mortgage Lender is here to help. With our pre-approval, you'll be sure to stand out against the crowd. Bailey and Wood is Michigan's hometown mortgage lender, closing in days, not weeks. Contact me, Paul Lang, at 260-905-6689 or at langmortgageteam.com to start your application. And remember, we do mortgages in a snap. Borrowers must qualify. Bailey and Wood is an equal housing opportunity lender. NMLS number 2334. As we all live longer, age really is just a number. But retirement is so much more than one. Hi, I'm BJ West, your Coldwater Edward Jones Financial Advisor, and I want to know what retirement means to you. Together, we can look at the big picture and make a strategy to help you reach your goals. Because you can't prepare for the unexpected if you don't know where you're headed. Call me at 517-278-3049. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Hi, I'm BJ West, your Coldwater Edward Jones Financial Advisor, and I can help you get ready for whatever life throws at you, even the welcome surprises. As your needs change, we can change what you need to do to help you end up where you want to be. And while there's never a good time to experience unexpected costs, we can work together to help make them feel a little less unexpected. Call me at 517-278-3049 to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. 
Getting the kids to practice on time. Remembering if it's your day to bring snacks. Making it to the game with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who answer when you call, so you can worry about more important things, like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base. That's simple human sense. The no problem, people. Your local auto owners agents are Scott Crabtree, DC Lions, and Melanie Pish at CNO Insurance, North Clay Street, Coldwater. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Hass Kaywood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kaywood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Sean Watson and Quinn Berry back at the Rotary Softball Complex. We're in between games of our softball doubleheader between Coldwater and Jonesville. Uh, Comets taking the win, 5-2, to two, the final score. Meanwhile, over at Lyle Field, we have an update from game one of the baseball doubleheader. It was bottom of the sixth last time we checked, and uh, the Cardinals just added on another run. They now lead 4-2 to two over Jonesville. Yeah, we got a chance to see the uh, boys the other night, and that was two good games with Marshall. Seen some good pitching on that really cold night, uh, but we've seen some great pitching, some uh, just timely hitting, but uh, probably more than anything, just some good aggressive base running that uh, gave the Cardinals those two wins. Back here in game one, it was a scoreless game until the bottom of the fifth inning. Alexis Bills working uh, her counterpart on the circle, Madeline Lee, about a 7-8 pitch at bat before she finally cranked out a solo homer to left center field. Then Brooklyn Carey singled, uh, came home on a sacrifice, wound up advancing to third uh, before the sacrifice on a fielding error by the right fielder. After almost sacrifice, Dancer and Velasquez struck out, and that was the end of the Cardinals scoring. Uh, the, again, we mentioned no walks, 15 strikeouts, four hits being given up by winning pitcher Madeline Lee. I tell you, anytime uh, you strike out 15 out of 21, Sean, that's, uh, that's a pretty good, solid pitching performance. So um, we'll see if she comes back in the second game or they got a different pitcher going. That's what I was going to look at on the score sheet there. They do have a different pitcher. Lyra Nichols will be getting the start for Jonesville. Kenzie Scheid will get the start for Coldwater. We will take this one-minute break and bring you the starting lineups and the first pitch of Game 2, Jonesville versus Coldwater. You're listening to Cardinal Softball on WTVB. Thinking about selling your home? Think Case Realty Group. Hi, I'm Carmen Case, your local real estate connection and lake specialist. Spring season is here. Now is the perfect time to find out the value of your home in this blooming real estate market. Our team of agents have the drive and expertise to get you the most value for your home. We're local agents who know the market best. I'm Carmen Case. Contact us at caserealtygroup.com. That's caserealtygroup.com. Mother's Day is Sunday, May 8th, and now's the time to get the perfect gift for her. At Culey's Jewelry, they have a huge selection of willow tree figurines, priced from only $20. How about a personalized mother's ring, starting at $139? Or maybe a trendy Anya Hay pendant and earring set? Let them help you make her Mother's Day extra special. 
Culey's, jewelry, and so much more. Downtown Coldwater since 1968. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Here's the starting lineup for Game 2 of our softball doubleheader between Coldwater and Jonesville. For the Comets, now 5-4 and four on the season. Leading off will be the center fielder, Kirsten Keller. Batting at second, second baseman, Abby Gutowski. Batting third, the shortstop, Kenzie Baker. Batting fourth in pitching, Lyra Nichols. Batting fifth, the left fielder, Madeline Lee. Batting sixth, first baseman, Brooke Owen. Batting seventh, catcher, Reese Stanton. Batting eighth, third baseman, Abby Abby McLeod. Batting ninth, the right fielder, Grayson Hager. For Coldwater, now 7-2 under veteran head coach Bill DeBoe. Leading off, the shortstop, Jayla Foster. Batting second, left fielder, Morgan Dancer. Batting third and catching, Riley Rice. Batting cleanup and pitching, Kenzie Shine. Batting fifth, first baseman, Alexis Bills. Batting sixth, center fielder, Brooklyn Carey. Batting seventh and playing right field, Brianna Omo. Batting eighth and playing second base, Ava Longstreet. Batting ninth, third baseman, Kathleen Quimby. So Kirsten Keller, Abby Gutowski, and Kenzie Baker will be the first to face Kenzie Shine. In game two of our doubleheader, Kenzie Shy, 25 innings pitched, a two and one record. She has thus far given up 12 runs, 11 of them earned on 32 hits, five walks, 35 strikeouts, an earned run average of 3.080, and a whip, walks plus hits per innings pitched of 1.480. Kenzie Scheid, of course, did not play at all last season, still recovering from, uh, if I recall correctly, a volleyball injury that one of those injuries that take a really long time to uh, fully uh, recover from the surgery and physical therapy. Yeah, something I believe in the shoulder area, if I'm not mistaken. Center fielder, number 11, Brooklyn Curry. I'm excited to see uh, Kenzie out there on the mound. A chance to watch both these pitchers for the Cardinals, Bills, and Shide tonight. And playing at second base, number 8. Pitcher for Jonesville tonight, much like Lee. The third baseman. She's uh, pitched 21 innings, so another good pitcher for Jonesville in that second game. So this should be a real good ball game again. Kenzie Scheidt is getting ready to take her warm-up tosses before Kirsten Keller steps up to bat. The wind is right now blowing out. Look like towards toward the west. Yep. yep, left field. Fifty degrees in cold water as we hit the air. It's far better than what we saw Tuesday. Yes, far better than that. Uh, that was just bone chilling, and uh, we were lucky. We were up in the press box, but uh, talked to Coach Spangler, and he said those kids. There were some of them that uh, their teeth. Teeth were chattering a little bit towards the end of that game. He was really proud of the boys and the way they uh, hung in in those tough conditions and, uh, for the most part, kept their focus throughout the game, which is not easy to do when you're that cold. Can't say I blame them. No. I know Coach Coach Bangler, you know, he really, uh, he said he was really happy the way the defense played and how they focused throughout that ball game. Leading off, the center fielder, Number 11, Kirsten Keller. Number 11. 
Kirsten Keller, the starting center fielder for the Comets. 0 for 4 in the first game. She struck out three times and grounded out to first. Kind of unusual for a leadoff hitter to strike out that much. One coming in to the doubleheader with a 579 average. She squared up to bunt, but bunts it foul toward the backstop. And we are underway at 551. Now what that also tells me, uh, we should be getting out of here early. Well, it's... You hear that? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm knocking you're on... knocking on wood, Sean. <laughs> yeah, I, I think <laughs> at, at the very least it's press board. Oh, one pitch, swing and a miss, strike two. That's one thing about the, you know, about softball is uh, you get good teams out there and the games go quickly. It's fun to watch. It's fast-paced. Oh, two pitch. Just missed outside one and two. Yeah, you look, the pitchers don't take as many... Uh, Practice pitches between innings. Swing and oh, just line drive just past a diving Brooklyn carry. Rounding second and heading to third will be Keller. She's there standing up. That's a nice, nice swing. Brooklyn carry with a great try. Diving try second. out there in the right, left center field. Number she just, just can't come up with Kutowski. it. Rolled all the way to Number the fence 25. and... Keller makes it all the way to third. A stand-up triple. Keller with a lot of speed, it looked like, rounding those bases. I think you can understand why she's a leadoff hitter for the Comets. That's for sure. Abby Gatowski swings and misses at the first pitch from Scheid, 0-1. Gatowski with a 4.55 average coming into the doubleheader. Next pitch, swing and a foul back to the backstop. Gatowski... Officially one for three in the first game. She singled and scored Jonesville's first run back in the sixth inning of game one. Also got on board on an error, scored another run in the seventh. Check swing. Pitches in the dirt. One ball and two strikes on Gatowski. Kenzie Scheid pulled the string on her a little bit that you- Time with the changeup. High pitch gets away from Rice and sliding in safely to score is Kirsten Keller. Just beat the tag attempt by Riley Rice and the Comets are up 1 nothing already. Nice head first slide into home there. A lot of quickness from Keller. 1 nothing Jonesville. Haven't got an out. 1 nothing. Now, here's Kenzie Baker, the starting shortstop. No, we're still with Gutowski. Oh, we still are. Yep. Full count. Full count on Gutowski, and now Kenzie Baker comes up to bat as Gutowski draws a walk. Shortstop, number four, Mackenzie Baker. Number four. Over the years that we've been doing the broadcast, somehow I've had a knack for calling the play before it actually happens. Ooh, a terrific single. bunt single by Kenzie Baker. There was no play by Rice. Batting fourth, 
Gatowski advances to second. Number five, Lyra Nichols. And now Number in comes five. starting pitcher for the Comets in this game, Lyra Nichols. She was at first in the opener, struck out, flew out to center, and had a couple of hits. Nichols with a 538 average coming in. Baker, meanwhile, had a 375 average. I wonder how many of those were on bunt singles like the one that we just saw. Just off the handle of the bat, and it died right in front of home plate. I've been videoing for her. Well, again, she's got some quickness, too. Uh, top three girls in that Jonesville lineup, a lot of quickness. You can see them out there on the base pass right now, getting good secondary leads after the pitch. One one pitch to Lyra Nichols. Two balls, one strike. Kenzie just having a hard time getting that rise ball or getting them to uh, swing into that rise ball, and it's rising out of the... The zone right now. Kenzie sets and delivers. Again, miss just outside three and one. You think that might be a factor with the chill in the air? Eh, not really. I don't think so. Not tonight. It's uh, not like Tuesday. Not like Tuesday. And uh, Strike two called on Nichols. She has a full count. That was a good little curveball right to the middle of the plate there by by Kenzie. Nice job. A little movement on that. Payoff pitch. Ball four. Aces are loaded. Batting fifth. Just in time for Troy Tennyson from the Daily Reporter to arrive here at the ballpark, belying the fact that it's a little bit on the chilly side. I can probably count the ta- number of times I've seen him not wearing shorts on one hand. First pitch to Madeline Lee was a swing and a miss. She was the starting and winning pitcher in game one of our doubleheader. But in game one, 0 for 3, scored a run. Next pitch was fouled back to the backstop. 0-2 oh, on Lee. That watch you got, Sean, that's when I got here, and uh, that was about a 11 or 12 pitch at bat as she just kept following them off, following them off, and finally worked her way on. Nice base hit up the middle. That should score two, and it will. Gutowski and Baker come across, and it's 3-0 Jonesville. Manning six. The first baseman, number 14, Brooke Owen. Number 14. I figure there was a point right around the sixth inning where the switch finally came on for the Jonesville offense, and uh, they were able to get some decent hits off of Alexis Bills and come from behind to get the win, and that's carried over to this game so far. Broke Owen with a 286 average coming in. She had a double. Coach had a play on there for Jonesville. The girl swung late, not meaning to hit the ball, meaning just to keep the catcher down, but the other runners didn't steal. 
1-0 pitch, swing, and a grounder to Longstreet at second. Throw to first for the first out. Relay back to third. Not in time. Nichols is there standing up. Batting seventh, the catcher, number 10, Reese Stanton. Number 10. So the Comets have two runners in scoring position. Again, Nichols at third. Lee at second. First pitch to Reese Stanton, who did not play in the first game, except in a courtesy running situation. First pitch to her is a ball. Stanton has yet to get a hit this this season. The way things have been going, wouldn't surprise me if it happens here. She took a nice swing at that ball. Called it back to the backstop. One ball, one strike on Stanton. I'm still kind of curious why the Cardinal rudder didn't tag that girl going from first to second on that last ground ball, then throw to first. The girl was right beside her. Swing and a high pop-up. It's going to be out of play, and it hits the cold water dugout to our left. Stanton with a 1-2 count. Defensively, you got Morgan Dancer at left, Brooklyn Carey at center, Brianna Omo at right. And a couple of new faces in the infield. Kathleen Quimby is playing third. Jayla Foster moves from second to short. Ava Longstreet is playing second. And Alexis Bills is at first. Your battery of Riley Rice catching and Mackenzie Scheid pitching. Standing with a 2-2 two and two count now. Comets up 3-0. Top of the first inning. Game two. Swing. Ooh. A liner foul goes right into the Comet dugout to our right. You get the feeling that Stanton feels like she's bound and determined to get her first hit here. And she's getting some good cuts in out there, getting some foul balls. See what happens here. Strike three called. Finally, Kenzie Shai gets her first strikeout. Number 23. That'll leave things up Addie to you. Addie McLouth. Addie McLouth, who caught the first game and is playing third base in this contest. She had a 222 average coming in. She doubled and struck out twice back in game one. First pitch, a swing and a miss. She had a big, uh, big hit in that uh, sixth inning for Jonesville when they scored a lot of runs. Wind up. Next pitch will be ball one, one and one on McLouth. Well, Kinsey Scheid needs to uh, work real hard here, get out of this uh, with only three runs. Got runners on second, third for Jonesville. Swing and a fly ball to right field. Easy play for Brianna Olmo to finally end the top half of the inning, but Jonesville scores three. Cardinals coming up, bottom of the first inning. You're listening to Cardinal Softball on WTVB. Hi, this is Carrie from Furniture and Mattress Warehouse in Coldwater. Four generations of quality service and quality product. Come check out our largest inventory in our store history. Hundreds of recliners, sofas, love seats, sectionals, dining room tables and chairs, and TV stands. Remember, for great service and great quality, check out Furniture Mattress Warehouse, half mile east of Meyer on US 12 Coldwater. Look for the long red building, Furniture and Mattress Warehouse. 
Are you looking for your dream home but don't know where to start? Bailey and Wood Mortgage Lender is here to help. With our pre-approval, you'll be sure to stand out against the crowd. Bailey and Wood is Michigan's hometown mortgage lender, closing in days, not weeks. Contact me, Paul Lang, at 260-905-6689 or at langmortgageteam.com to start your application. And remember, we do mortgages in a snap. Borrowers must qualify. Bailey and Wood is an equal housing opportunity lender. and MLS number 2334. The Voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Coldwater 4, Jonesville 2. Welcome back to the Rotary Softball Complex. So we just got a final score from game one of the baseball doubleheader between Coldwater and Jonesville, and the Cardinals come up with a 4 2 win. They improved their overall record to 7 and 1. Back here, Jayla Foster, Morgan Dancer, Riley Rice. The lead things off for the Cardinals in the bottom of the first inning. They already find themselves in a 3-0 deficit. They will be facing off against Lyra Nichols, 21 and a third innings pitched over four games. She is off for giving up 20, uh, 35 runs, 20 of them Jayla earned on 33 Foster. hits. 19 walks, 25 strikeouts, an earned run average of 6.563 and a whip. Walks plus hits per innings pitched of 2.438. That tells me that the Cardinals might be able to take advantage of her a little more readily than they were Madeline Lee, the winning pitcher in the opener. Yeah, it's, uh, if you look at her stats anyway, it sure looks like that. Uh, well, especially 19 base on balls in uh, 21 innings. That's uh, that's real tough on your defense when you're uh, when you're walking girls. And they uh, have a tendency to fall asleep out there. First two pitches to Jayla Foster were way outside, two and zero. Jayla in her leadoff spot, batting 444. So glad to see Jayla back, being able to compete after uh, a disappointing winter for the young lady. Uh, being able to compete in basketball. 2-1 pitch. Make it 3-1. Her basketball coach, Ken Smoker, pointed out at the team awards on Sunday that she and Allison Miller, who are, who are both on the shelf for the basketball season, only got on to the court for a combined seconds. 11 seconds of game Left action, fielder. and that was on senior night as Foster draws Morgan a leadoff walk. Now, we talked about her uh, injury issues, but she leads the team in stolen bases, believe it or not. She has six so far. So it seems as though she's got the quickness back. Dancer is scoring up to bunt. It's a good bunt. It's picked up by the pitcher. The throw is in the dirt. Relay back to third. Foster crosses there and will come home standing up. That's almost like how the Comets scored their first run, except that the Cardinals didn't exactly throw the ball around the way that we saw Jonesville did. Dancer, meanwhile, made it all the way to second on the throwing error. Number 13. Interesting. I'm not sure to get I'm not sure that it got her at first, even on a good throw. Here's Riley Rice. Foul tips the first pitch from Lyra Nichols. 
So how would you score that sequence? I would score it a base hit and a air to take her to second and the run to score. Yeah. Jim Measle no, no said RBI, no RBI. Yeah, yep. no RBI because of the... Uh, oh, wild hit. pitch will allow Dancer to take third standing up. This might be a high-scoring affair tonight. <laughs> the opposite of what we saw in the opener was quite the uh, pitcher's duel until... The, yeah, until the sixth, fifth, sixth inning there. Yeah. This young lady, uh, you know, she throws hard. She's got a lot of movement on the ball. She just doesn't throw enough strikes. Two and one, the count on Riley Rice. Make it three and one. The next pitch was in the dirt. Rice coming into today's twin bill with a 320 batting average. Three-one pitch, right down the middle. Somehow manages to get in there for a strike. A three-two count. So, defensively for Jonesville, you got Madeline Lee at left, Kirsten Keller at center, and Grayson Hager at right. Madeline up there, foul ball. Full count here. No outs for the Cardinals in the first inning. Addie McLouth at third. Kenzie Baker at short. Strike three called. Threw the change up there, and it uh, floated Nine right four. in. The pitcher. Caught the outside two. part of the plate. So to finish up the defensive Number alignment, two. Abby Gutowski is at second. Brooke Owen is at first. Your battery. Reese Stanton catching, and Lyra Nichols throwing. She just got her first strikeout of Riley Rice, and the first pitch to Kenzie Scheid is a strike as well. Cardinals trail 3-1. There's a runner on third with one out. Another good pitch there. The outside part of the plate caught the black. No balls, two strikes on McKenzie. Way outside on the next one. One ball, two strikes. <laughs> Swing and a grounder foul to the third base side. Out remains two on two on Kenzie with Alexis Bills on deck. Kenzie just got way out in front of that uh, change up there. Hold it fouled on the left field line. There's swing and a line drive to center field. Dancer scores. It's three to two, Jonesville. Heading fifth, the first baseman, number 12, Alexis Bills. Number 12. Bills with a 357 batting average coming in. Kenzie Scheid will give way to. Erica Hurst will be running for her. The courtesy runner at first. (laughs) We mentioned uh, Bills with a 357 batting average coming in, but she is now tied with Carly Nicely 
For homers this season, she picked up her second on a solo shot back in the first game of the Twin Bill. First pitch to Alexis is a ball, 1-0. Next pitch. It got away from Stanton, and Hurst running first side will take second. Swing and a miss. How about that? Hurst slides into third as the ball got away from Stanton. She hurt herself. Ooh. That does not sound good at all. Did she hit the base in the process of sliding? Yeah, she went in too... too, um, too late, slid late. She, uh, that's her knee. There's an injury timeout on the field. We will take this break. Cardinals with a 3-2, uh, trailing Jonesville, 3-2. to two. You're listening to Cardinals Softball on WTVB. Do you know what's delicious at Mancino's Pizza and Grinders in cold water? Let's see. What's delicious at Mancino's? Everything. Grinders, pasta, salads, and of course, Mancino's Pizza. And this month, get a large one-item pizza for just $12.99. Or when it comes to a grinder, get a whole ham and turkey grinder for $10.99 or a half for $5.99. On freshly baked Italian grinder bread, rye, wheat, or white. Ask for specials when ordering. Or try any of our Mancino's delicious grinders or specialty pizzas. Like the Mancino's Pride, pepperoni, ham, sausage, green peppers, mushrooms, onions, black olives, and lots of cheese. Delicious. We've got something for everyone's taste. And don't forget party grinders, too. We cater any size get-together. Parties, company lunches, or just because the crowd's at your house and you don't want to cook. On special this month, a whole ham and turkey grinder for $10.99 or a half for $5.99. Or a large one-item pizza for $12.99. Ask for specials when ordering. Mancino's Pizza and Grinders on the Hill next to Gander RV on Wilbur Road, Coldwater. Delicious. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Hass Kaywood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kaywood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. Business owners, when you're ready to get your business noticed, see me at Integrity Apparel, Screen Printing and Embroidery in Coldwater. Hi, this is Al Rackesey. At Integrity Apparel, we know the importance of taking your logo with you wherever you go. And there's no better way than with custom silk-screened or embroidered apparel. From shirts, coats, hats, and just about any other clothing item, Integrity Apparel can set your entire staff up. Along with being great advertising, Custom Apparel makes a thoughtful, team-building gift for your employees. Ask us about custom banners and promotional materials, too. Integrity Apparel is also known for teamwear and uniforms. Come in and check out our in-stock clothing in most area school colors, along with varsity jackets, sweatshirts, polos, and jerseys. Small and large orders are welcome. If your team needs spirit wear or corporate apparel, we can help. Give us a call at 278-8101 or stop by the store at 52 West Chicago Street in downtown Coldwater. 
Is your credit holding you back from getting a better vehicle? Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram can help with guaranteed approval options for low credit and no credit buyers. Come in and test drive one of the many quality new and used vehicles on the lot. And if you don't find what you're looking for, just let the Mobilia team know. They'll get to work finding you the right vehicle. Stop in and ask for Jeff Dollar, Jared Hetrick, Dwayne Eck, Rudy Rodriguez, Steve Eck, Brian Bobilia, or Dean Bobilia. Remember, low credit or no credit is no problem at Bobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Goldwater. And Bobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram always offers service to help maintain your vehicle long after the sale. Just ask service manager Kip Burkhart to recommend a regular maintenance schedule. Don't wait another day to get into a better vehicle. Get to Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram today on US-12 across from the airport Coldwater or visit Mobilia.com, B-O-B-I-L-Y-A.com. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. We're back here at the Rotary Softball Complex. Sean Watson and Quinn Berry, there has been a pause in the action. Unfortunate injury occurring with Erica Hurst, the courtesy runner for Kenzie Scheid. She was taking off from second to third, and she slid into the bag late. Right now, she is down, lying on the turf. She is being tended to right now. And uh, what was Todd Farmer just relaying? You need to uh, move the WTVB van so they can get the ambulance in here. Will do. So let's go ahead and take this break. 3-2, Cardinals trailing Jonesville. You're listening to Cardinal Softball on WTVB. You know what we like to do on Friday nights? Of course I do. So you're saying you know we're coming to the Willows for the Friday night all-you-can-eat fish fry? Of course. Everybody loves the Willows Friday night fish fry. Alaskan Pollock, breaded and fried to a crisp golden brown. Or enjoy a three-piece dinner. Both include crinkle-cut fries and house-made coleslaw. The Friday night fish fry sounds perfect, but I also heard the Philly steak and cheese is now on special on Wednesdays and Saturdays. Our Philly steak and cheese is delicious, and you can custom make it any way you want. Hey, let's talk Willow Burgers. The jalapeno cheddar Willow Burger grilled to perfection. A third or half pound burger with a kick. Or try the Cowboy Willow Burger. Giddy up. I love a delicious Cowboy Willow Burger with cheddar cheese, crispy bacon, barbecue sauce topped with an onion ring. Or try the Olive Burger, the Mushroom and Swiss Burger. Or create your own Willow Burger. Follow the Willow's Bar and Grill on Facebook The Willows Bar and Grill, just east of River Road on US-12 in Coldwater. Attention sellers, we can help you wade through this real estate market. This is your Midwestern Realty team. The agents at Midwestern Realty Group know our current market. And we understand all of the changes that are going on. Which means we can help you get the most money out of selling your home. We are more than real estate agents. We're advisors here to help you. So you don't miss any money that your house is worth. And we'll take the hassle out of the process. It's simple. Work with the agents at Midwestern Realty to sell your home. We will share with you our years of experience and techniques of the trade to stage your home for better quality showings to potential buyers. I'm Jim Bowers. For over two decades, experience you can count on. I'm Randy Blonde. Jill Bowers here. Call us today at 517-278-6400. I'm Doug Campbell, or you can stop by our Midwestern Realty office at 685 East Chicago Road. Or visit us anytime at MidwesternRealty.com. I'm Sharon Atkinson. The Midwestern Realty team. We won't let you sell yourself short. That's MidwesternRealty.com. 
Every family has unique housing needs. Matt Hala talks about the advantages of building a forever home. Forever homes are designed with universal accessibility in mind. Interior doors at 36 inches allow freer movement throughout the house. Increase clearance around islands for wheelchair accessibility. And we can design zero entry porches and garages. Start planning your forever home today. Stop by Matt Hale at Homes on US 12 east of Coldwater. Visit MattHaleAtHomes.com or check them out on Facebook. Matt Hale at Homes, always built around family. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Hass Kaywood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kaywood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. We're back once again at the Rotary Softball Complex. Sean Watson and Quinn Berry. I just finished moving the station van out of the way, and the live care ambulance has just arrived uh, here at the Max Larson campus. Yeah, just a uh, awkward slide into third base, caught her knee, I think, and, uh, and, and when she jammed it into the base, and uh, it looks like uh, Erica Hurst is going to have a, a, a knee injury, and um, they're bringing the uh, ambulance in here now, Sean, and uh, we'll go from here. The, the young lady hustling around the bases, and... Just uh, unfortunate. That's all we can say in that situation right there. The Jonesville Comets had retreated to their dugout long ago while uh, Erica Hurst continues to get treated and stabilized before getting brought into the life care ambulance, which is now parked next to the Coldwater dugout. You could literally hear a pin drop right now, Quinn. Oh, yeah, there's uh, I'm not sure if this is Erica's mother that uh, now. Um, her teammates right at the fence. I think. You can just imagine the round of applause that she will get once... Uh, she is led to the ambulance. That put an abrupt pause to the bottom of the first inning here in the second game of our softball doubleheader. The Cardinals were trailing Jonesville three to two. Really thought they'd, uh, well, maybe. We're taking a look at an EMT assessing the situation with the injured Coldwater softball player, again, Erica Hurst, sliding rather awkwardly from second to third in the middle of game action. Well, 
Well, there continues to be a break in an action. Let's uh, go ahead and take this break. We'll be back with more from Max Larson Elementary School in the Rotary Softball Complex. You're listening to Cardinal Softball on WTVB. What's new at your local real estate connection and lake specialist in Coldwater? When it comes to real estate, if you're ready to buy or sell, call Rachel Tell. Hi, I'm Rachel at Case Realty, formerly Sherry Halet Homes and Recreational Properties. We have a new name, Case Realty Group. Even though the name has changed, we're still your local real estate connection and lake specialist. Check us out online at caserealtygroup.com. A new name, but the same great service and expertise in Branch in Hillsdale Counties. By yourself, call Rachel Tell. Go to caserealtygroup.com. Any day is a good day for lunch or dinner at El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant. From sizzling fajitas to smothered burritos, endless chips and salsa, salads, and even soup, you'll savor every delicious bite at El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant. And want to wash it down with? How about a jumbo margarita? Or order up a pitcher to share? You'll love the friendly service, authentic Mexican food, and festive atmosphere at El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant in downtown Coldwater and in the Kroger Plaza, Hillsdale. Hi, Chase Haylett of Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers in Coldwater. When Vanessa and I were first married, we loved camping. Our little two-person travel trailer brought us closer together. Then along came our son Merrick, and then it got a little cramped for space. What did you do, Mom? You did not leave me behind, did you? We sold our little travel trailer and got a bigger one. And that worked out nice for a while, but then along came our daughter Mylan, and we were right back in the same box. A little too close together, cramped for space. And then we'd all have to untangle. So then we did the smart thing. Did you leave me? behind Dad. No way, Mylan. We traded for a bigger model. Many of our friends were having the same growing pains, so we began Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers. When your family outgrows your current RV, bring it here, and we'll sell it for you. And then, all you have to do is just pick up a check. We'll sell your RV, boat, horse trailer, car, truck, motorcycle. If it's on wheels, we'll sell it. That is it. Nothing hard about picking up a check. It's easy at Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers, one mile east of Meyer on US 12 Cold water. You'll never grill the same way ever again. It's time to book your ticket to the Hall of Flame with the new Traeger Timberline XL from Nottawa Gas. The touchscreen display and simple controls make the Timberline XL easy to use, featuring an induction cooktop that allows for scorching, hot searing, sautéing, simmering, frying, and of course, grilling. Traeger is the number one selling wood pellet grill on the market. Experience the thrill of a new grill from Nottawa Gas, just east of Nottawa on M66, south of Taconcha on Old 27, or shop online at nottawagas.com. Life changes, then it changes again. Predicting the unexpected is impossible. That's why it's called unexpected. So when it comes to your financial goals, our philosophy is don't predict, prepare. Hi, I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Diana Butler. A job loss, change in health, or loss of a loved one can have a big impact on your family's financial security. Let's work together to help make sure you're equipped for life's unexpected events. Stop by my office at 863 East Chicago Street in Coldwater or call 279-0541. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Hi, this is Carrie from Furniture and Mattress Warehouse in Coldwater. Four generations of quality service and quality product. Come check out our largest inventory in our store history. Hundreds of recliners, sofas, love seats, sectionals, dining room tables and chairs, and TV stands. Remember, for great service and great quality, check out Furniture Mattress Warehouse, half mile east of Meyer on US 12 Coldwater. Look for the long red building, Furniture and Mattress Warehouse. 
It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Hass Kaywood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kaywood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. And welcome back once again to the Rotary Softball Complex. Sean Watson and Quinn Berry were in the middle of an injury timeout that... Uh, at this point, play has been suspended for, uh, what, about 15, 20 minutes now? Yeah, I would say yeah, 15, 20, probably going to be another 15 minutes or so as the uh, EMTs evaluate what's going on and uh, uh, decide how to uh, continue here with Erica Hurst. as she uh, slid into third kind of awkwardly? We believe caught her caught her foot and uh, and the leg and has some kind of a, a leg or knee injury out there. It's not uh, our position to exactly speculate what exactly it is. But we can only report what we just happen to see. See happen, yeah. And and, and also hear the the uh, uh, screams coming from a third base. Uh, you ne- you never forget them. No, but. Uh, They've got her calmed down now, and uh, EMTs are doing their job. Uh, Phil Herman's out there. Um, Along with all of her coaches, we see uh, Todd Farmer, the athletic director. Uh, we see uh, what uh, we believe that is Erica Hurst's uh, mom talking with athletic director Todd Farmer right now along with the EMTs and paramedics from Life Care Ambulance. Erica Hurst, one of three seniors on this year's squad, along with uh, Jayla Foster and Lily Jimenez. We have this uh, break in the action. Uh, we can uh, actually uh, talk about some uh, good things happening with the uh, Coldwater uh, athlete, Athletics and the Interstate 8 Senior Scholar Athletes, which were recognized yesterday in ceremonies. And uh, we haven't talked about these uh, in a while. The Interstate 8 Senior Scholars are recognized senior seniors uh, who participate in at least two uh, school sports and have the highest uh, grade point averages in that group. And the group from uh, Coldwater includes uh, uh, some people that we have actually seen over the course of these uh, past uh, four years. Uh, we'll go ahead and go over them in alphabetical order. Avery Boyce, who uh, a swimmer, participated in gymnastics and runs track. Anna Demeester, who we've seen on the basketball court. She also is a swimmer, and she's doing two sports this spring, uh, track and field and soccer. Zach Diot, football and track and field. Ashley Jervisky, golf and tennis are her two sports. Myron Lafty, he runs cross country and track and field. Jillian McKinley, one of the best swimmers that we have seen in the young history of the Coldwater Swim Program. And she'll also be playing tennis this spring. She's also done uh, soccer earlier. 
Allison Miller, uh, despite uh, being uh, hurt, uh, is on the roster for track and field and soccer. She's also, of course, participated in basketball and volleyball. Greffin Persales, football on track and field. Carolyn Potter, cross country track and field. And Garrett Thorne, football and track and field. A pretty distinguished uh, list that I just read off there, Quinn. It sure was. Uh, I always, you know, that is so awesome that the I-8 does that. And, you know, you need to, uh, uh, you know, honor those gir- girls and boys that do just outstanding, not only on their in their athletics, but also in the classroom. And, uh, you know, that's what it's all about. Be good student athletes. This is something that the uh, I-8 has done since its inception in the 2014-15 school year. And the top 10 student athletes from uh, all eight member schools get recognized annually. Just an awesome uh, awesome honor for those, those young men and women. I'm sure they'll all go on and to college and maybe some of them will uh, participate at the college level in athletics but uh, very successful they'll be successful in life no doubt about it we didn't name any members of the uh, softball team but again as i mentioned only three seniors uh, this is a pretty young team that coach Del, uh, bill DeBow is uh, is uh, fielding with uh, Mostly juniors and sophomores, and uh, there's a freshman out there, and uh, the freshman Ava Longstreet was getting the start at second base in the second game of our doubleheader. Yeah, Coach LeBeau's got a good uh, good group of girls in that sophomore and junior class. I'm not sure what what's in that freshman or, or JV team this year, but uh, uh, hopefully... Uh, He'll continue to to win a lot of ball games. He's probably a year away from being exceptional, but uh, they'll still be pretty good this year. Here comes the car down to the field that uh, they're going to help uh, Erica Hurst. Uh, they've uh, stabilized her her leg there. The EMTs have now. Uh, Todd Farmer helping the uh, AMTs and uh, it, it is still get the very card out there. It is still very evident, though, that Erica Hurst is in a great deal of pain, and we wish nothing uh, but the best for uh, her uh, recovery going forward. Yeah, that'll be uh, it'll be a long recovery uh, when you do those knee injuries like that. So. Coach Bill DeBoe took over the Coldwater softball program back in 2019 after the retirement of Tina Scheidler. First season at the helm, 9-23 and 23 overall. Of course, there was no uh, campaign in uh, 2020 and in 2021. Uh, they were two games over 500 and finished in third place in the Interstate 8. They were the best team in the league that wasn't western or especially the northwest mounties who have won the last three league titles in softball yeah it's uh and they'll uh their mounties are going to be right up there again this year along with parma western two really good programs uh, over the years and they're extremely uh, good this year especially northwest i think i was reading in the uh 
on M Live that I want to say that uh, Northwest has eight girls that have signed to play college athletics, not college softball per se, but college athletics of some type. So I I wouldn't doubt it. That'll give you some real, you know, you're getting good athletes. So remember the uh, little list that I gave you uh, with all of the Interstate 8 baseball champions uh, since the league was formed? I've got a similar list for softball. softball. 2015, Coldwater won the league title outright. In 2016, the Cardinals share the league championship with Parma Western. Western won it outright in 2017, and then in 2018, 19, and 21, the Northwest Mounties. And again this year, I would believe the Mounties probably got to be rated as the team to beat. I did know that they made the top ten on the most recent Softball Coaches Association poll. Uh, We won't explore that further until mid-May when we will actually broadcast the Coldwater Northwest Softball Doubleheader. In fact, our broadcast schedule for the month of May is going to look like this. After today's twin bill, we're back covering the baseball team at Lowfield next Tuesday, the home doubleheader against Penfield, and then next Friday, home non-conference twin bill against Portage Central. As we remember Randy Spangler telling us on Tuesday, it's going to be kind of a gauntlet that they're going through uh, next week. the Penfield doubleheader next Tuesday, the rescheduled doubleheader up at Hastings next Wednesday, and then hosting Portage Central for a twin bill on Friday, a tournament up at Portage Northern on Saturday, and both Portage schools are in the top 20 in the most recent Baseball Coaches Association poll. Yeah, and, uh, that'll give the Cardinals a good uh, good gauge on where they are. They're going to probably end up playing uh, uh I was going to say, neither of the Portage... I was going to say in baseball... No, neither one of them. We ended up with Jackson this year in in our district, which will be held here in Coldwater. Coldwater and and, uh, uh, Coldwater will be hosting Division I baseball and softball districts coming up end of May, beginning of June. And that's uh, because uh, Coldwater uh, was just above the Division One Two cut line for baseball and softball this year. Next year, the Cardinals will be going back to Division Two in those sports. But uh, talk about the baseball draw briefly. Uh, we received the results of both draws uh, this afternoon for baseball. First game, the pre-district uh, it will feature Battle Creek Central against Sturgis on Tuesday, May 31st. 4 o'clock first pitch scheduled for Sturgis High School and then the district games at Lau Field on June 4th. Coldwater will take on the Sturgis Battle Creek Central winner at 10 a.m. on Saturday, June 4th. Lakeview Jackson to follow at around noon and the district follow uh, district final to follow at 2.30. Winner advances to the regional semifinal on Wednesday, June 8th and they'll take on the winner of the Dexter District. The round of applause that you just heard is for Erica Hurst now being wheeled out of the diamond and into the awaiting ambulance.
Over on the softball side uh, for the uh, Division I district draw, Coldwater hosting the softball district. And on Tuesday, May 31st, the Cardinals will get Portage Central for a first serve. And uh, that will be the wrap-up of our regularly scheduled uh, high school sports coverage for this season. The game against uh, Coldwater and Portage Central on May 31st, the pre-district. Again, 4 o'clock first pitch. The winner of that game will take on the Lakeview Spartans Saturday morning, June 4th at 10 a.m., followed by Battle Creek Central against Sturgis, and the district final at around 2.30. Winner goes on to the Portage Northern Regional the following Saturday, June 11th. So uh, it's going to be a pretty tough district for both the baseball and softball. I'd say probably a little bit tougher uh, for the Cardinals on the softball side. I think so, too. Uh, uh, Cardinals... uh you know, should uh, Sturgis down a little bit this year? Battle Creek Central normally not a big powerhouse in uh, baseball, so they'll get that winner. And then, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Jackson and uh, Lakeview, I'm sure, will be uh, pretty tough. I see they're rated in baseball right now, you know, in the top ten, but it's early. Nobody really knows what's going on, so uh, we'll see what happens. You expressed surprise uh, taking a look at the uh, last poll of how, how many teams, particularly on the east side, were able to get 12, 14 games in, while others have only gotten like maybe uh, two, three, uh, four at least. Yeah, it's, it was amazing to me. There was two or three of those teams in the Detroit area that had played, like you said, 12, 14 games. I didn't think we had enough sunshine and daylight to play 12 or 14 games in the last three weeks. So, um they found time to get maybe three in on a Saturday or something. That's what uh, Coldwater Baseball is uh, wound up scheduling. A tournament up at Loy Norks. Their first game Saturday will be at noon. Yeah, I, they'll get some games in. Uh, you know, these softball, play, uh, softball and uh, baseball teams are both uh, – Used to playing around 30 to 40 games in a, in a season. I'm not exactly sure how many. Uh, they changed that so much in baseball. They used to do a point system. Now, uh, I don't know if they just do straight games or what it is. It, it, it is straight games straight that they games changed now. it a few years ago. Yeah. They just like to keep us all confused on how they, how they read those games. No, we were talking about uh, our broadcast schedule coming up in the month of May. We were broadcasting the baseball doubleheaders against Penfield next Tuesday, against Portage Central next Friday. And then after that, the next broadcast would be coming up on Tuesday, May 17th, the doubleheader between Coldwater and Northwest on the softball side that we kind of teased earlier. That'll be fun, won't it, Sean? You get to see a good Northwest team, the Cardinals, uh, They'll be a little little more seasoned by then. I think, uh, really, uh, you know, you clean a few things up. Coach LeBeau work on over the next couple of weeks. And that could be an exciting ball game, both those games that day. And then after that, our final broadcast of the 2021-22 regular schedule for uh, WTVB will be that pre-district Division I softball game between Coldwater and Portage Central back here on May 31st. Well, I think we're getting ready to uh, continue uh, after probably a half an hour delay or more. The Cardinals and Comets were... uh, 
taking warm-up tosses out in the outfield uh, before the formal uh, resumption of uh, game action. Lyra Nichols back on the circle, uh, taking some warm-up tosses. Yet to be determined as to who are going to be uh, running at third. Erica Hurst, who has been loaded onto an ambulance, was the courtesy runner for starting pitcher Kenzie Scheid. We got a three to two ball game. Jonesville up three to two. We got uh, CC Velasquez will be courtesy running now for number fourteen Velasquez now running at third base. Courtesy we got runner. one out. We got one strike and two balls on the batter. That would be Alexis, Alexis Bills. Bills. Yep, taking her final cuts in the on deck circle before resuming her spot in the right handed batter's box and after. An injury timeout of about half an hour. Alexis Bills fouls the ball over the backstop. This is the toughest part of the uh, right here. It's uh, getting back into the ball game, you know. I thought the... Swing and a fly ball deep to left field, and it's going to drop for just a very long single for Bills. Right down that line, right towards that 210 side. Batting six, the center fielder, number 11, Brooklyn Curry. Number 11. Well, Brooklyn Curry with a 545 batting average, and uh, she was very, very accurate catching balls at center field in the first game. She's a re- excellent defender out there. Got some. Quickness out there, long legs. It gets her to a lot of balls into the alley. Two for three in the opener. Good hitter. Good. She, uh, she has a one and one count now. Good sense on the uh, softball field. Basketball player, maybe. Ball two. I'm sure Coach Ken Smoker would uh, like that to happen next year. <laughs> pitch to carry is going to be ball three. So when you have a lengthy uh, break in the action like we had here, whether it's for uh, injury or uh, rain delay or or what have you, uh, who does that affect the most out of all the players on the field? Well, (laughs) strike two. In softball, I don't think it affects, you know, pitchers other than mentally. You know, physically, I don't think it does anything, but mentally, it uh, I think it bothers both teams. You know, you, you're almost a little scared to run the bases, you know, as a coach. You... Wing and a grounder to second. Throw to short, relay to first. Carey is going to be safe, and somewhere down the line, Velasquez scored and tied the game up. I, I completely missed that. <laughs> yeah, she scored on uh, Alexis Bill's single. So Alexis with uh, an RBI on that single. So 3-3 ball game now. Bills is erased on the 4-6 force. The Comets were attempting to run the double play, but Brooklyn Carey is safe at first on the fielder's choice. Rihanna Omo follows the first pitch from Lyra Nichols. Next pitch oh. is a grounder going to get up the gap to right center field for a single. 
Cardinals have a threat brewing. It's a 3-3 tie. And Batting eighth, the second baseman, number eight, Ava Longstreet. Still got to remember, it's still, we just got the first inning, so uh, that long delay. and A freshman, but she has a 429 batting average coming into the doubleheader. She foul-tipped the first one back to the backstop. Harry stands at second. Brianna Olmos at first. Ball one called on a fastball. One, one, two outs. Tie ball game. Lyra Nichols sets and delivers. Ooh, that was tight. Two and one. Cardinals three and the Jonesville Comets three. Game was tied up on Alexis Bills' single, bringing home C.C. Velasquez, who is the courtesy runner for Kenzie Scheid, and also Erica Hurst. Let's not forget about her as she has now uh, left the grounds of Max Larson Elementary. Back here, three balls and two strikes on Ava Longstreet. Two outs. Payoff pitch. Swing. Grounder right back to Nichols. Toss to first in time, but the Cardinals do tie it up after one inning complete. It's Coldwater 3 and Jonesville 3. You're listening to Cardinal Softball on WTVB. A fire in your home or business is nothing you ever planned on, but it is something you can plan for by calling on the fire and water cleanup and restoration specialists, ServPro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties, or ServPro.com. That's where you'll find a team of highly trained professionals who are committed to helping you develop a plan to make sure you're ready for whatever happens. With an emergency-ready profile from ServPro, you'll take confidence in knowing that when the things that matter the most are on the line, they will be too, because you can't keep fire damage from taking control of your home or business. But with an emergency-ready profile from Surpro, you can make sure it doesn't take control of your life. So before fire and water damage strikes, make sure you're ready to strike back with the cleanup specialist the insurance industry has trusted for more than 40 years at 517-278-5261 or at servpro.com. Servpro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties, helping make fire and water damage like it never happened. Call 517-278-5261. Franchises are independently owned and operated. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Three runs, three hits, one error, two runners left for Jonesville. Three runs, three hits, no errors, two left for Coldwater. We are just now reaching the second inning of game two of our softball doubleheader between Coldwater and Jonesville. We had a lengthy uh, delay of about 30 minutes or so as Erica Hurst, uh, the Coldwater courtesy runner, was being tended to after sliding into third decidedly awkwardly. She has now been taken out of the Max Larson Elementary grounds in a live care ambulance, and we hope nothing but the best for her. Annie McLouth, Grayson Hager, and Kirsten Keller do up for Jonesville Hill, Jonesville here in the top of the second inning. A half cut by Addie McLouth. First pitch from Kenzie Scheid, strike one. Next pitch is a high one. 
a high rise ball one and one. That's what you need on that rise ball. You got to get them to swing at that. Ooh, good. Swing and a miss for strike three. Ball got away from Rice, but she's able to throw to Bills to get McLeod out. Now batting number 11, Kirsten Keller. That was just a great, great play there at first by Bills and uh, Scoop. A little short hop. Did a nice job there. Got one out. Oh, I want to correct myself. That was Hager that struck out. I forgot to write down what McLouth did in the first inning. Flew out to right field, Sean. Here we go. Keller. An 0-1 count. She'll be followed by Gatowski. She squared up to bunt, and uh, she got rung up for a strike. 0-2. Had a triple in the first. Scored the first run of the game. Next pitch is a ball. Hit a nice, line, solid line drive to left center field. Uh, rolled all the way to the fence. Used her quickness. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Third strikeout now for using, Kenzie Shine. Using her quickness to run Not back to the dugout on that one. So. Abby Two outs. Number 25. That'll leave things up to Abby Gatowski, who walked and scored a run back in the first. First pitch from Kenzie Scheid is a swing and a miss. Kenzie's starting to uh, get into a little groove here. It seems to be moving the ball around the plate a little bit, changing speeds. Ball one on the rise ball. Next pitch. Oh, nice change. That's, Great change up there. That's strike two on Gatowski. I don't know if we mentioned this, so there's another big athletic contest here on the Coldwater High School campus grounds. Swig and miss, strike three. And the toss out to Bills to complete the strikeout. Now, how about that? Kenzie Scheid strikes out the side. We head to the bottom of the second inning. I'll tell you about that other big game. Coming up, it's a 3-3 tie here at Softball. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Softball on WTVB. You'll never grill the same way ever again. It's time to book your ticket to the Hall of Flame with the new Traeger Timberline XL from Nottawa Gas. The touchscreen display and simple controls make the Timberline XL easy to use, featuring an induction cooktop that allows for scorching, hot searing, sautéing, simmering, frying, and of course, grilling. Traeger is the number one selling wood pellet grill on the market. Experience the thrill of a new grill from Nottawa Gas. Just east of Nottawa on M66, south of Tecancha on Old 27, or shop online at nottawagas.com. Are you looking for your dream home but don't know where to start? Bailey and Wood Mortgage Lender is here to help. With our pre-approval, you'll be sure to stand out against the crowd. Bailey and Wood is Michigan's hometown mortgage lender, closing in days, not weeks. Contact me, Paul Lang, at 260-905-6689 or at langmortgageteam.com to start your application. And remember, we do mortgages in a snap. Borrowers must qualify. Bailey and Wood is an equal housing opportunity lender. NMLS number 2334. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. 
So that other big contest going on here in the CHS grounds is over at the soccer field. One loss, Coldwater against undefeated Marshall. Oh, that'll be number ten, Kathleen Quimby. Yeah, the soccer team been playing playing well. The nine, one, and two hitters do up for Coldwater. Bottom of the second inning. That's Kathleen Quimby, Jayla Foster, and Morgan Dancer. Quimby with a couple of hits on the season, a 182 average coming in. First pitch is a ball from Lyra Nichols. Starting pitcher for the Jonesville Comets here in game two. Jonesville coming from behind to beat Coldwater in the opener 5-2 to two and uh, hand Coldwater just their second loss of the season. 3-0 on uh, Stanton, or excuse me, Quimby. There's one right down the middle. Three balls, one strike on Kathleen Quimby. I was going over the list of seniors earlier. I uh, forgot to mention Kathleen Quimby, and I apologize. She now has a full count. And is rung up for strike three. Now batting. Second strikeout for Lyra Nichols. Jayla Foster. Back to the top of the order. And Jayla Foster, who walked and scored the first run of the game for the Cardinals. First pitch is a strike. Painted the outer part of the plate. Nichols after three straight balls, four strikes in a row. There's one up the alley. Rolls all the way up to the fence. That should be a stand-up double. Oh, she may have to slide, but the ball, uh, the throw just got away from the infielder. So it will be a stand-up double for Jalen Foster. Number five, Morgan Dancer. Number five. Love to see those... uh, Line shots up the alley. That one to right center field. Jayla Foster now represents the go-ahead run for the Cardinals. Dancer was scoring up to bunt, but bunts it fall toward the Coldwater dugout. Dancer scored the second run for the Cardinals. Swing and a grounder at ricocheted off the chin of Nichols. The toss to first to get Dancer, but Foster advances to third. Well, Nichols did the right thing. You just want to knock that one down. You got plenty of time from the pitcher's mound. Number 13. Two outs. Riley Rice. Number 13. Now you understand why the infielders and the pitcher have to wear those uh, metal masks now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just, uh, that's not a bad thing, uh, for sure. What we just saw was Exhibit A. Oh, my goodness. The next pitch to Riley Rice missed every part of the plate, and Foster scores to give the Cardinals a 4-3 lead. A little bit of a wild pitch there. What do you mean a little bit of a wild pitch? (laughs) Just kind of hit about two-thirds way up the screen almost. Anyway, so. Almost two-thirds of the way to the Jonesville dugout. <laughs> yeah. 
gets away from you once in a while. She comes right back and throws a nice pitch to the outside. For strike two. One ball, two strikes on Riley Rice. I think that's the one she wanted to pitch before. Working quickly, it's ball two on the outer part of the plate. Cardinals with a 4-3 lead on the Jonesville Comets. Trying to split the doubleheader. Swing and a high pop-up toward left field. Backing up. Ooh, little snow cone out there in left field, young lady. That was a juggling catch by <laughs> Madeline Lee. That will end the Cardinal half the second inning, but they do take the lead. 4-3. As we head to the third, you're listening to Cardinal Softball on WTVB. As we all live longer, age really is just a number. But retirement is so much more than one. Hi, I'm BJ West, your Coldwater Edward Jones Financial Advisor. And I want to know what retirement means to you. Together, we can look at the big picture and make a strategy to help you reach your goals. Because you can't prepare for the unexpected if you don't know where you're headed. Call me at 517-278-3049. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Hi, I'm BJ West, your Coldwater Edward Jones Financial Advisor. And I can help you get ready for whatever life throws at you. Even the welcome surprises. As your needs change, we can change what you need to do to help you end up where you want to be. And while there is never a good time to experience unexpected costs, we can work together to help make them feel a little less unexpected. Call me at 517-278-3049 to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Kenzie Baker, Lyra Nichols, Madeline Lee do up for Jonesville here in the top of the third inning. Coldwater taking a 4-3 lead in the bottom of the second. First pitch from Kenzie Scheid. Got away from catcher Riley Rice. It's ball one on Kenzie Baker. Singled and score Jonesville's third run back in the first inning. Next pitch, swing and a high pop-up. Foster calls everybody off it. Dropped it, though. Looked like it bounced off the heel of her glove. That will be the first error for the Cardinals in this game. Now batting, number five, Lyra Nichols. Number five. She just had had some problems. It was right on the edge of the grass there. And uh, not sure if she got her feet tangled on that uh, part of the grass. Strike one called on Lyra Nichols, and Baker's able to steal second. Good throw by the Cardinal catcher. Morgan Dancer was going after that ball as well. Jayla Foster backing up. Dancer going forward. I think Jayla was trying to call uh, Dancer off, and you'll look away for just a split second, and uh, things happen. Right? That's for sure. This is a quick ball game. Fast pitch softball is uh, fun to watch. The 0-2 pitch to Lyra Nichols. Swing and a miss. Strike three. That was a good change-up curveball there. It was a change. I think broke, too. Nice pitch. Madeline Lee. Number 18. 
Fifth strikeout for Kenzie Scheid. Here's Madeline Lee. Singled back in the first. She squares up to bunt. Oh, good. Got the uh, bunt by the uh, pitcher. That'll be a base hit for Madeline Lee. Runners now at the corners. Kenzie Baker now stands at third. Number 14, Brooke Owen. Number 14. Comets are trailing 4-3, to three, but they got a bit of a threat brewing here in the top of the third. First to third, one out. Squaring up to bunt once again. Brooke Owen takes ball one. Strike one, I stand corrected. Next pitch from Kenzie Scheid. Swing and a high pop-up curving foul. Bills gloves it with one hand for the second out. Number 10, Reese Stanton. Number 10. That'll leave things up to Reese Stanton to try and bring home at least the game tying run. Cardinals lead 4-3. to three. Reese, a strikeout victim her last time up in the first. First pitch is a curveball inside for a strike. How about that? Good start for McKenzie Scheid. Keeping it right around the plate. Next pitch. Swing. And a blooper to second. Toss to first is in time for the final out of the inning. Long street to Bills for the final out. The Comets strand two. Cardinals still lead 4-3 to three as we head to the bottom of the third. You're listening to Cardinal Softball on WTVB. Getting the kids to practice on time. Remembering if it's your day to bring snacks. Making it to the game with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who answer when you call. So you can worry about more important things. Like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base. That's simple human sense. The no problem, people. Your local auto owners agents are Scott Crabtree, DC Lions, and Melanie Pish at CNO Insurance, North Clay Street, Coldwater. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HaskKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. HaskKwood PC. Lawyers where you live. Lawyers you can trust. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Four runs, four hits, one error. Two left for Coldwater. Three runs, four hits, one error, and four left for Jonesville. We've reached the bottom of the third inning. The Cardinals with a 4-3 lead. Kenzie Scheid, Alexis Bills, and Brooklyn Carey do up. Kenzie Scheid, number two. Kenzie singled, and her second courtesy runner scored back in the first inning. Kenzie with a good line shot up the middle. In her first at bat. First pitch is a ball outside. Something that the Cardinals and Comets are also battling here. The sunlight. As the clouds have kind of lingered here 
on the Max Larson Elementary campus. Shied with a 2-0 count. Next pitch went into the dirt. Ideally, we get this game wrapped up and send uh, our Jim Measle home to catch uh, Jacksonville make the first pick in the NFL draft. Two balls and a strike to McKenzie Scheid here to start out the bottom of the third. Ball three. Good hitter's count. If it's something McKenzie likes, she can uh, drive it into the gap again. Ooh. Not this time. Yeah. She now has a full count. Three balls, two strikes. Payoff pitch. Ball four. Now batting. Number 12, Alexis Bills. Number 12. Bill DeBoe coming out to mention the courtesy runner to the home plate umpire. Courtesy runner at first. Back to do the courtesy running is CeCe Velasquez. She started in the first game of the twin bill and played left field. First pitch to Alexis Bills. Outside and low, ball one. We're only in the bottom of the third inning because we had a lengthy stoppage in play due to an unfortunate injury happening to Erica Hurst, who was courtesy running for Kenzie Scheid back in the first inning. An injury stoppage of about half an hour while paramedics and EMTs were attending and treating to her. She has been taken to the hospital, and again, we hope nothing but the best for her going forward. 2-1 pitch is strike two. Not thinking uh, Alexis agreed with that call there on the strike. 2-2. Got one more. In the dirt and kind of a delayed toss to second. Got her. Got CeCe Velasquez out sliding. 2-6 to six on that one. Shortstop covering second base. Kind of a delayed throw by Reese Stanton, the catcher, but also kind of a delayed start on her run by Velasquez. Well, the catcher dropped the ball, and so uh, Vasquez talked about took off, and uh, made, the catcher for Jonesville made a real nice throw to the shortstop to get her. Ball four. Took about half a beat for Alexis no, Mills to toss the bat take Curry. first. Number 11. In steps Brooklyn Carey. First pitch to her is a strike. A reminder that at the end of this contest, we will name a McDonald's player the game for your local area McDonald's restaurants. If we were going to give a player of the game, ooh, oh, down that right field line. Line drive to right field, and it's going to roll all the way to the fence. Stand up double for Brooklyn Carey. Alexis Bills comes home and on the throw. Carey takes third. 
Good hustle there by Bills. Now batting number nine, Brianna Omal. Number nine. So Brooklyn Carey with a double. I was going to say, Brooklyn Carey would have been my top choice for player of the game in the opener if we were giving her uh, McDonald's player of the game for uh, that contest. Yeah, she had a couple of nice defensive plays in game one, a couple of hits. Comes right back here. The triple and an RBI. The Cardinals add an insurance run and lead 5-3. to three. On the 0-1 pitch, grounder to Gutowski at second. Toss to first is in time. Carey scores to make it 6-3. to three. Now batting number eight, Ava Longstreet. Number eight. Base is empty, two outs. That'll leave things up to Ava Longstreet, who grounded out to the pitcher back in the first. First pitch from Lyra Nichols, swing. Grounder, got past Gatowski. Got past the right fielder. Wow. She slides into second. Longstreet is in scoring position. How many errors would you give that one? Just just one error. One error on the four. Yep. Now batting number 10, Kathleen Quimby. Number 10. Kathleen Quimby struck out her first at-bat. Swings and misses. First pitch from Nichols here, 0-1. Longstreet with some good hustle there, getting down to second on the air. Remember, she's just a freshman. Next pitch got away from Stanton. Longstreet will take third. Cardinals with a 6-3 lead. Could add on to that here. 1-1 pitch. Strike two. The 1-2 pitch. Low and outside. 2-2. Hey, when Nichols throws strikes, she's tough. Cardinals really. Swing and a grounder. Got past the pitcher. Throw to first. Is going to be in time for the out. One to four to three for the third out. The run does not score, but the Cardinals have doubled up the Comets. Six-three after three in game two. You're listening to Cardinals softball on WTVB. Thinking about selling your home? Think Case Realty Group. Hi, I'm Carmen Case, your local real estate connection and lake specialist. Spring season is here. Now is the perfect time to find out the value of your home in this blooming real estate market. Our team of agents have the drive and expertise to get you the most value for your home. We're local agents who know the market best. I'm Carmen Case. Contact us at caserealtygroup.com. That's caserealtygroup.com. 
Mother's Day is Sunday, May 8th, and now's the time to get the perfect gift for her. At Culey's Jewelry, they have a huge selection of willow tree figurines, priced from only $20. How about a personalized mother's ring, starting at $139? Or maybe a trendy Anya Hay pendant and earring set? Let them help you make her Mother's Day extra special. Culey's Jewelry and so much more. Downtown Coldwater since 1968. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. We've made it to the top of the fourth inning here at the Rotary Softball Complex. Game two, first pitch swinging by McLouth is a line drive to right center field. McLouth rounding first and will make it a second standing up. That will be the fifth hit for the Comets here in this game. Number 17. And the second hit to uh, the second hit for extra bases. Remember, Kirsten Keller led off the game with a triple. First pitch swinging, Graceland Hager passed a diving. Jayla Foster, the shortstop, up to left field. So the Comets have runners at the corners and want to get back some of the runs they gave up to the Cardinals. They lead 6-3, to three, the Cardinals do, here in the top of the fourth inning. But runners at the corners with nobody out. Keller one for two. After that triple, she struck out in the second. First pitch to the left-hander. Swing, fly ball, right field. Just past Brianna Olmo. McLouth is going to score, and the Comets have runners on second and third. Six to four. Cardinals lead, shaved to two. Another extra base hit for the Comets on the double down that right field line. Number 25. Jits got over the arm or the glove of the Omo out there in right field. Katowski walked and struck out, officially 0 for 1 in this game. First pitch is rolling up to the backstop. No balls and a strike. Tell you, Quinn, this game has been markedly different from what we saw in the opener, which saw Jonesville come from behind to beat Coldwater 5 to 2. A real pitcher's duel between Alexis Bills for Coldwater and Madeline Lee for Jonesville. Yeah, other than uh, the inning where the Cardinals got two, the Jonesville come out and got four the next inning and kind of put it away. Swing and a miss. Gatowski strikes out. Good change up there from uh, Shy. Number four, Mackenzie Baker. Number four. I believe. First out of the inning. Yep. Very high pitch over the glove of Riley Rice, but no chance for Hager to uh, to score. She stands at third. Kirsten Keller's on at second. Yeah, you get your number three hitter up. You don't want to be taking any chances. That is Kenzie Baker. Next pitch to her. Her ball inside, 2-0. Talking about Madeline Lee's performance on the circle in the first game. No walks, 15 strikeouts, two runs, four hits. Swing, grounder, juggled by Longstreet, tosses to first, and not in time. Hager scores at 6-5. to five. 
Now batting, number five, Lyra Nichols. So, five. official scorekeeper, how would you score that? You got caught. Yeah, it's an error. You got to make the plays on the infield on the ground balls. E4 got that. I only asked that. I had a feeling uh, I, I knew how you were going to call it, and it was going to be close to what I was going to ride in as Nichols pops out to Kathleen Quimby, the third baseman. Two outs for Jonesville. Six to five ball game here. Now batting. Runners on first and third for Jonesville. Lee. Number five hitter. Lee up. Playing left field this game. You were just talking about her, Sean, and how well she pitched in game one. So I ask, uh, how would you score that uh, sometimes? For the benefit of our listeners who might not know how. Uh, scoring decisions are made. Defensive Adinfred's Baker takes Baker second. Set. Two runners in scoring position. Swing. Line drive is going to drop and roll to the fence right center field. Keller scores. Baker not far behind. A double for Madeline Lee. And Jonesville has just taken the lead. Another hit to the right center field gap. Nice line drive. Now batting. Number 14, Brooke Owen. Brooklyn Carey hurrying Number over to get 14. that. Hold the girl to just a double there, but two RBIs. And a 7-6 Jonesville lead. Time is going to be called. First pitch to Brooke Owen is followed back to the screen. Swing and a miss, strike two. And to get that uh, rise ball right there, looks like it's going to be right around the waist and comes up around the eyes. Girl swing right through it. Jonesville with a 7-6 lead, swing and a miss, strike three. Rice tosses to Bills at first to complete the strikeout. But again, Jonesville with four runs here in the top of the fourth inning to take a 7-6 lead to the bottom of the frame. You're listening to Cardinal Softball on WTVB. Hi, this is Carrie from Furniture and Mattress Warehouse in Coldwater. Four generations of quality service and quality product. Come check out our largest inventory in our store history. Hundreds of recliners, sofas, love seats, sectionals, dining room tables and chairs, and TV stands. Remember, for great service and great quality, check out Furniture Mattress Warehouse. Half mile east of Meyer on US 12 Coldwater. Look for the long red building. Furniture and Mattress Warehouse. Are you looking for your dream home but don't know where to start? Bailey and Wood Mortgage Lender is here to help. With our pre-approval, you'll be sure to stand out against the crowd. Bailey and Wood is Michigan's hometown mortgage lender, closing in days, not weeks. Contact me, Paul Lang, at 260-905-6689 or at langmortgageteam.com to start your application. And remember, we do mortgages in a snap. Borrowers must qualify. Bailey and Wood is an equal housing opportunity lender. NMLS number 2334. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Seven runs on eight hits, two errors, and four left for Jonesville. 
six runs on four hits, two errors, and three left for Coldwater as we've reached the bottom Waiting of the fourth for inning. Coldwater, number six, Kayla Foster. As you could hear, six. we're back to the top of the order for Coldwater. Foster, Dancer, and Rice do up. Your prediction at the top of this game is certainly coming into fruition. A lot of runs have been scored. Just going back and forth. Uh, both teams hitting the ball a little better in this game. A couple of errors here and there. Now let's not uh, discount the fact that Jonesville really can hit the ball. They do. They uh, they got some girls that uh, hit some nice line drives. A couple of them have found the alleys. Got a couple of uh, got a triple, a couple of doubles. Swing and a grounder just got past the shortstop Baker's glove for a base hit. Boy, she hit that hard again. Base hit. Now batting number five, Morgan Dancer. Number five. Morgan Dancer, we talked about her being a very light hitter, but so far in this game, she singled and uh, got a successful sacrifice in, and uh, Coach Bill DeBose showing a bit of confidence in inserting her in the number two slot in this game. First pitch here, she fouled. The sophomore swings and fouls it out of the ballpark. So she's behind on the count, 0-2. She's making good contact on the ball. She just missed that one. Got under just a little. 0-2 pitch. Swing. Fly ball. Just oh. fouled by a few feet and just past a diving Grayson Hager, the right fielder. Boy, she made a nice drive for that one out there in right field. Just couldn't quite come up with it. Main two strikes. Runner on first. And nobody out here. Bottom nobody of fourth out. inning. Ball one. Cardinals trail Jonesville seven to six. It's been a back and forth affair, as you said. One-two pitch. Swing, line drive. One hop into the glove of Keller, the center fielder. So Dancer's held to a base hit, but that's her second of the game. Number 13, Riley Rice. Number 13. Cardinals getting their hitting shoes on now. Let's see if Riley Rice can get her first hit of the game here. She's buttoned right here. Runners on uh, first and second. Rice struck out all three at-bats in the first game. Beautiful. Great bunt and just rolled foul. Good job by the Jonesville battery of Lyra Nichols and Reese Stanton watching the ball and let it roll past the foul line. Instead of a bunt single, it's just strike one. Yeah, we had no play on that, even if we, or they had no play on that if they would have fielded it. Now, Rice swings, gobbled up by the shortstop, tossed to third. Do they get the lead runner, or did she drop it? She dropped it. 
Wow. So Rice is on board on the Number fielder's eight. choice. Number two, Kenzie Scheid. Number two. Foster on third, thanks to the E5, error by the third baseman. Dancers on second. Base is loaded for Kenzie Scheid. See what she can do here. She walked last time around, was caught stealing, or courtesy runner was, rather. Singled, and her courtesy runner scored a run back in the first. First pitch to McKenzie is a strike. Uh, courtesy run for the catcher. Number three, Tenny, the courtesy runner at first. And said courtesy runner is Isabella Tenny, a junior. These girls love to run. They didn't. She didn't want to come out for a pin or for a courtesy runner. Swing, oh, she, fly ball to right field. Oh, what a catch! Caught by Hager. Coming home to score, tagging up and scoring is Jayla Foster, and game is tied up. Yep. <laughs> Foster scores. Now batting, number 12. Dancer advanced to Bills. third. Number 12. Isabella Tenney. Got doubled up. Doubled up. For the second out. Because after Hager caught the fly ball off the bat of Kenzie Scheid for the first out, Hager tossed to Owen. No, oh, she dropped it. I was, I, was, I was trying to uh, go back. Uh, Tenny was trying to tag up and was uh, thrown out 9-3. to three. Back here on a pass ball, Morgan Dancer allows the Cardinals to retake the lead. 8-7. to seven. Base is empty, two outs, 1-0, and oh, the count on Alexis Bills. Next pitch from Nichols. Two balls outside there to Bills. Just missed on the outside. Two-oh pitch. A ball, and I just looked up, and it almost looked like it was rolling along the dirt. That was how low that pitch was. Bills ahead of the count. Ball and it's four. going to be ball four as the ball bounces past Reese Stanton. Now batting, number 11, Brooklyn Carey. Number 11. Hopefully we satisfy Grandma and Grandpa Fitch back listening to our broadcast. First pitch is a hot shot into the bullpen for the Jonesville Comets right field side. No balls and a strike. Brooklyn with a hot shot last time up to uh, right center field for a double. Had a couple of hits in the first game. Again, she is a strong contender for McDonald's player of the game in the first game. I guess what we'll do at the end of our broadcast, we will name McDonald's players of the game for uh, both the opener and the nightcap. So does Brooklyn Carey sound like a 
reasonable option for game one. Oh, definitely. 2-1 pitch to Brooklyn is now 3-1. That young lady plays some great center field, and she uh, got a couple of hits. Good base running. Lyra Nichols. 3-1 pitch is a strike, and on the pass ball, Alexis Bills takes second. She usually rounds the bases faster than that, but I, honestly, I thought Bills thought it might have been ball four. Well, I think a lot of people thought that. <laughs> Full count. Swing and a miss or strike three. Ball gets away from the catcher. The toss is going to be to third. And Brooklyn goes to first. Wow. The ultra-rare KPB. Number nine. Strikeout and taking first on the pass ball. Well, actually, I guess it would be a fielder's choice because Stanton threw to McLouth at third. Bills was held to second. Swing. Hit. Grounder going to roll up to right field. The runners advance. Bills coming home ahead of the throw. Pulls the catcher off. Relay back to third, not in time. Good, solid base running there by the Cardinals. Now batting, number eight. Ava takes third. Rihanna takes second. Bill scores to make it nine to seven. What's going on now? The two umpires are discussing something. I don't know if they thought there was a interference call or what. This is the assistant coach for the Jonesville Comets. The head coach is out talking to the pitcher. <laughs> I think they're going to switch pitchers here. I think they're going to go back to uh, Lee here. With the Cardinals taking that 9-7 lead. Two outs. Bottom of the fourth. Cardinals up by two. Cardinals got runners on second and third. So with... And Longstreet up. With the... Starting pitcher and winning pitcher in the opener, Madeline Lee reassuming her spot on the circle. Who is now Number playing 18, first? Madeline Lee now pitching for Jonesville. I would have brought my binoculars here, but they're back in the press box at Cardinal Field. Yeah, I think the uh, looks like 25 is going to go to... That would be Gutowski. Gutowski's going to go to first. <laughs> Is that indeed the case? Yep. Number five, Nichols, now at first base. No, five, five went to first, Nichols. Oh, so we should have a new shortstop. That would probably be, what, Owen? 
No, Owen, just, Owen just, might be going to second and then Gatowski. Here we go. 9-7. It's Ava Longstreet up to bat. Two strikes on Ava. We'll continue to try and figure out uh, all of the movement that uh, Jonesville made with the switch of pitchers bringing Madeline Lee back. 0-2 pitch. Strike three called. Got her with a good inside pitch there. This ends the Cardinal threat, but they score three and lead by two after four, nine to seven. You're listening to Cardinal Softball on WTVB. Do you know what's delicious at Mancino's Pizza and Grinders in cold water? Let's see. What's delicious at Mancino's? Everything. Grinders, pasta, salads, and of course, Mancino's Pizza. And this month, get a large one-item pizza for just $12.99. Or when it comes to a grinder, get a whole ham and turkey grinder for $10.99 or a half for $5.99. On freshly baked Italian grinder bread, rye, wheat, or white. Ask for specials when ordering. Or try any of our Mancino's delicious grinders or specialty pizzas. Like the Mancino's Pride, pepperoni, ham, sausage, green peppers, mushrooms, onions, black olives, and lots of cheese. Delicious. We've got something for everyone's taste. And don't forget party grinders, too. We cater any size get-together. Parties, company lunches, or just because the crowd's at your house and you don't want to cook. On special this month, a whole ham and turkey grinder for $10.99 or a half for $5.99. Or a large one-item pizza for $12.99. Ask for specials when ordering. Mancino's Pizza and Grinders on the Hill next to Gander RV on Wilbur Road, Coldwater. Delicious. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Reese Stanton, Addie McLouth, and Grayson Hager do up for the Jonesville Comets. They now trail the Coldwater Cardinals 9-7. Nine runs, six hits, two errors, five runners left for the Cardinals. Seven runs, eight hits, three errors, and four left for the Comets. Both of these games have been entertaining in decidedly different ways, Quinn. Yeah, this. A little more run scoring here. A lot of lot of action on the base pass. First pitch to Reese Stanton from Kenzie Scheid is a strike. John, we have the baseboard heat in here on now or not? No, there is no baseboard heat. Oh, I wondered why my feet were getting cold. There is a space heater <laughs> over in the other corner, and it's not even plugged in. Here we go. Top of the fifth. Died seven. Cardinals lead. Nice Swing and job. a miss, and Stanton strikes out. Now batting. Kenzie Shad with a nice rise ball there that uh, studied about the letters, ended up around the eyes, and uh, she got the strikeout. Eighth strikeout for Kenzie Shide. First pitch to Eddie McClough is fouled back to the backstop. McClough doubled last time up. Up that left center field gap for the young lady. Next pitch, a high-rise ball. One ball and a strike. We have dropped now to 49 degrees, cloudy skies. Here in Coldwater's northwest side. Swing and a short pop-up. Just out of play and into the Jonesville dugout. One ball and two strikes. 
I know what I'm going to do to help remedy the uh, chilliness situation, at least here in the press box. Take out the door stopper. Because yeah, the wind seems to be coming from that direction. Swinging another foul tip. <laughs> Looked like it glanced off of the old plate umpire's mask. One ball, two strikes. One out. Top of the fifth. McClough for Jonesville up and Kinsey Scheid on the mound for the Cardinals. One two pitch. Oh, good pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Ball bounces. It's picked up by Rice. Tosses to Alexis Bills at first to complete the strikeout. Nine strikeouts for Kenzie Scheid. Base is empty. Two outs. And here's Grayson Hager. Number 17. As this game's gone on, uh, McKenzie Scheid's uh, ball seems to be moving a little bit more. Getting a few more strikeouts here in the last couple innings. Or maybe to put it another way, she's getting warmed up. Yeah, just. Uh, oh, it feels a little bit better in here uh, warmth-wise, doesn't it, now that I close that door? Oh, yeah. Don't get the breeze going through. Good pitch there. One ball, one strike on Hager. That little screwball she throws uh, to the inside of the plate. That's a tough pitch. Another one. Hager's a behind on the count, 0-2. Cardinals lead 9-7 here in game two. Oh, Looking to miss strike three. Curveball to the outside. Three strikeouts for McKenzie there in the uh, top of the fifth. It's the second time in this game that Kenzie Scheid has struck out the side. She did so in the second. We head to the bottom of the fifth. Coldwater leading Jonesville 9-7. You're listening to Cardinal Softball on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. HassKwood PC. Lawyers where you live. Lawyers you can trust. Every family has unique housing needs. Matt Hale talks about the advantages of building a forever home. Forever homes are designed with universal accessibility in mind. Interior doors at 36 inches allow freer movement throughout the house. Increased clearance around islands for wheelchair accessibility. And we can design zero entry porches and garages. Start planning your forever home today. Stop by Matt Hallett Homes on US 12 east of Coldwater. Visit MattHallettHomes.com or check them out on Facebook. Matt Hallett Homes, always built around family. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Struck Kathleen out. Quimby, Jayla Foster, Morgan Dancer do up for Coldwater. Bottom of the fifth inning. First pitch to Kathleen Quimby has fallen back to the screen. Cardinals with a 9-7 lead. Over the Jonesville Comets in game two after... Jonesville came from behind to win the opener of the doubleheader, 5-2. One ball, one strike on Quimby. Next pitch from Madeline Lee. Slow roller, takes a hop into shallow right center field. It's a base hit for Kathleen Quimby, her first of the game. Jayla Foster. 
Number six. Jayla Foster singled and doubled, also walked, has scored three runs. She's a strong candidate for McDonald's player of the game in this contest. She gets a big hit here, and she's almost a shoe-in for McDonald's player of the game. Squaring up to bunt. The ball got away from Reese Stanton, and on the pass ball, Quimby will take second. 1-0, the count on Jayla. Next pitch. Inside for ball two. That was a hot shot that Stanton had a little bit of trouble handling. Fortunately for the Comets, Quimby doesn't take advantage and take third. 2-0 pitch from Lee. Swing. High fly ball. Left center field. It's caught by the center fielder, Keller, for the first out. Now batting number five, Morgan Dancer. Number five. Morgan Dancer with a couple of singles. Sophomore, second year on the varsity. First pitch bounces off of Stanton, and Quimby trots to third. Next pitch, swing, and a high fly ball, curving foul, and rolling toward the Max Larson Elementary curb. Morgan Dancer's father, of course, is Lakeland Elementary Principal Gary Dancer. One and one, the count on Morgan. Pitch sail past everybody to the backstop, two and one. Cardinals. With a 9-7 lead over Jonesville. 9-6-2 for the Cardinals. 7-8-3 for the Comets. Swing and another foul back to the backstop. 2-2 two two on Morgan Dancer. Good at bat here for Morgan. 2-2. Two, two. Getting ready to see her. Six pitch at that is bad. Ooh. She swings and misses for the second out of the inning. Got her with that high no, right ball. Number 13, Riley Rice. Number 13. Well, here's Riley Rice. 0 for 2. Pitch got away from the catcher. And sliding in safely and adding another insurance run for the Cardinals is Kathleen Quimby. Just ahead of the throw to the pitcher covering. It's 10-7 Cardinals. Base is empty, two outs, 1-0, the count on Riley Rice. I thought it was 1-0. Swing and a miss. Two strikes. Okay, then. Swing and a miss, and uh, that ends the inning, but... An ever-important insurance run up on the board for the Coldwater Cardinals. They lead the Jonesville Comets 10-7 after 5. In Game 2, you're listening to Cardinals Softball on WTVB. 
business owners. When you're ready to get your business noticed, see me at Integrity Apparel, Screen Printing and Embroidery in Coldwater. Hi, this is Al Rackesey. At Integrity Apparel, we know the importance of taking your logo with you wherever you go. And there's no better way than with custom silk screened or embroidered apparel. From shirts, coats, hats, and just about any other clothing item, Integrity Apparel can set your entire staff up. Along with being great advertising, Custom Apparel makes a thoughtful, team-building gift for your employees. Ask us about custom banners and promotional materials, too. Integrity Apparel is also known for teamwear and uniforms. Come in and check out our in-stock clothing in most area school colors, along with varsity jackets, sweatshirts, polos, and jerseys. Small and large orders are welcome. If your team needs spirit wear or corporate apparel, we can help. Give us a call at 278-8101 or stop by the store at 52 West Chicago Street in downtown Coldwater. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. 311. Kirsten Keller, Abby Gutowski, and Kenzie Baker do up for the Jonesville Comets top of the sixth inning. It's a 10-7 lead for the Cardinals over the Comets. Speculation might be that this might be the final half inning that the game might be called after this frame due to darkness. Unless maybe the Comets wind up putting three or four up on the board. Swing and a miss. One and one the count on Keller. Keller two for three with a triple and a double. Now Keller scoring up to bunt. Grab the it. ball rolled foul. I know Keller was trying to cross first before the ball went foul, but to no avail. One ball, two strikes on Kirsten. Ooh, man, that was a good pitch, it looked like. Just missed on the outer part of the plate to the left-handed hitting Kirsten Keller. Two balls and two strikes. Strike three called. Now batting, number 25, Abby Gutowski. That is the 11th strikeout for Mackenzie Scheid. Well, her ball's really moving right now. It uh, got that little uh, backup curveball that uh, into the right-handed hitters. Years ago, we used to call that a little screwball, but uh, I don't know if they got another name for it now. But uh, it's a tough, 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 tough pitch for the uh, right-handed hitters. One and one here. It's a check swing inside to Gutowski. At 10 runs on 8 hits, 2 errors, 5 left for Coldwater. 7 runs, 8 hits, 3 errors, 4 left for Jonesville. 1-1 pitch. Another rise ball high and tight, 2-1. and one. There's a strike. That evens up the count on Gatowski. 
available sunlight, as we mentioned in the outset of this half inning, becoming a factor. This could be the end of the contest. Strike oh, three called. Oh boy. Twice in a row, Kenzie Shine froze the hitter. Mackenzie Baker. Number four. Pace is empty. Two outs, top of the sixth inning. Twice in this game, Kenzie Scheid has struck out the side. The second and the fifth, and the way she's throwing right now, she could do it again here and end the game possibly on a high note. Yeah, she's really pitched well throughout this ball game. Oh, one pitch, oh, swing dinker. and a fly ball rolling to center field, rounding first and heading to second is Kenzie Baker with a stand-up double. Boy, that ball traveled a lot farther than I thought. Number five, Lyra Nichols. Number five. Cardinals with two outs. Baker on second base for Jonesville. Lyra Nichols, who is in line right now to be the losing pitcher for Jonesville, swings and misses at the first offering. It's a foul tip, strike one. Coldwater with a 10-7 lead over the Jonesville Comets. Next pitch from Scheid. High rise ball, one and one. I can hear the Jonesville school bus in the background getting warmed up. That bus is going to feel pretty good in a few minutes. Two and one now on Nichols. On a 2-1 pitch, grounder to Foster. Throw to first is in time for the final out. And it looks like we might be playing the bottom of the sixth inning after all. I would have. I don't know why they would play this, because then you, with the Cardinals ahead, tend to sit. And... Neither team has taken the field at this point. There goes Jonesville. So we're uh, going to stay here as the Cardinals scheduled to send up uh, Kenzie Scheid, Alexis Bills, and Brooklyn Carey here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Madeline Lee back on the circle for the Jonesville Comet. She came in relief of starting in in line to be losing pitcher Lyra Nichols. Leading off of the Cardinals. We can tell two, it's getting a little on the Shine. chilly side because two. assistant coach for the Cardinals is wearing a stocking cap right now. <laughs> First pitch swinging, Kenzie Scheid has the ball bobbled by Kenzie Baker. Now betting, number 12, Alexis Bills. Number 12. I would have to say that that would be an E6. You score that? E5. E5. Third base. Number 14, yep. Velasquez, courtesy runner at first base. 
J.C. Horman coaching at first. Bill DeBogue had, uh, coaching at third. First pitch, Alexis Bells. She wanted to rip that one out of the ballpark. Yeah, big swing by Alexis. Just missed it. Strike one. Swing and a grounder picked up by the second baseman. Throw to short to get the force on CC Velasquez, the courtesy runner for Kenzie Scheid. Now batting, number 11, Brooklyn Carey. Number 11. Bills on board on a fielder's choice. She's there with one out, and here's Brooklyn Carey who takes the first pitch for a strike. Oh, yeah, this game will be played to its full completion, it looks like, Quinn. On a pass ball, Bills will take second. Coldwater on top of Jonesville. We're in the bottom of the sixth inning. Swing and a grounder. It is muffed by the second baseman. Runners at the corners. Now batting, number nine, Brianna Ormal. Number nine. Bills to third, carry to first. Carry on board on the E4, error by the second baseman, and here's Brianna Olmo. Struck out last time around. First pitch to her is a ball, and defensive indifference will allow Carry to take second. A 1 0 pitch. Almost got Olmo in the knee. 2 0. Cardinals looking to extend that 10-7 lead here. One out. Good swing. It is strike one, though. Good swing by Brianna Omo there. Cardinals lost the opener of the doubleheader with Jonesville 5-2. Swing and a miss strike two to Brianna Omo. Two and two count. Currently leading 10-7. Adlin Lee looking, working very quickly. Omo follows the next pitch to the backstop. If the score holds, Coldwater will end the night 8-2. and two. Jonesville will drop to 5-5. Five and five. So we're going to miss strike three. Second out, runners on second and third. That will leave things up to Ava Longstreet. Number eight. First pitch, high and off of the glove of Reese Stanton, the catcher. The runners do not advance, 1-0. Wind up, next pitch from Madeline Lee, swing and uh, fly ball foul to the first base side. (laughs) 
There's no disputing. That's a little getting a little chilly right now, isn't it? Oh, here she comes. Alexis Bills oh, will score. Slides ahead of a throw on the pass ball. Cardinals <laughs> add on another run. On the throw, Brooklyn Carey advances to third. It's now 11-7 Cardinals. Bottom of the sixth inning, two outs, runner on third. Two and one, the count on Ava Longstreet. Swing, a grounder to the pitcher, throw to first is in time. We head to the seventh. Coldwater up on Jonesville, 11 to 7. You're listening to Cardinal Softball on WTVB. Is your credit holding you back from getting a better vehicle? Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram can help with guaranteed approval options for low credit and no credit buyers. Come in and test drive one of the many quality new and used vehicles on the lot. And if you don't find what you're looking for, just let the Mobilia team know. They'll get to work finding you the right vehicle. Stop in and ask for Jeff Dollar, Jared Hetrick, Dwayne Eck, Rudy Rodriguez, Steve Eck, Brian Bobilia, or Dean Bobilia. Remember, low credit or no credit is no problem at Bobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Goldwater. And Bobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram always offers service to help maintain your vehicle long after the sale. Just ask service manager Kip Burkhart to recommend a regular maintenance schedule. Don't wait another day to get into a better vehicle. Get to Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram today on US 12 across from the airport Coldwater or visit Mobilia.com. B-O-B-I-L-Y-A.com. The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Hey, Quinn, remember what I said about getting home early? <laughs> I lied. We're in the top of the seventh inning, first pitch swinging. Madeline Lee grounds to Jayla Fossil, the shortstop. Throw to first. One up and one down. We're in the top of the seventh inning, Coldwater leading Jonesville 11-7. That's 11 runs on eight hits, two errors, and five runners left for the Cardinals. Seven runs, eight hits, five errors, and four left for Jonesville. There's a big out there. One pitch. Got the number four hitter to lead off the inning. First pitch to Brooke Owen is ball one. The five, six, and uh, seven hitters due up for Jonesville here in the top of the seventh inning. Kenzie Scheid, next pitch is fouled back to the backstop, one and one. So after tonight's twin bill, Jonesville travels to Leslie, or at least they're scheduled to, to participate in a tournament. Pending the weather, of course. And then they return to Big 8 action on May 3rd against Jonesville, uh, Springport. Host Hanover Horton the next night on May 4th. One ball, two strikes on Brooke Owen. Next pitch is in the dirt. Good stop by Riley Rice. For the Cardinals softball team. Swing and a short flare to Quimby. Juggles and catches for the second out. Now batting number 10, Reese Stanton. 
It's going to be a busy week for the Cardinals softball team next week. The doubleheader here against Penfield on Tuesday. Make a doubleheader at Hastings on Wednesday. The very next night on Thursday, May 5th, the doubleheader against Olivet. Swing and a line drive to Kenzie Scheida in the game. Quick ending to the ball game. Three up, three down there in the seventh. And the Cardinals split the doubleheader with the Jonesville Comets, taking the nightcap 11 to 7. Jonesville won the opener of the Twin Bell 5 to 2. We thank you all for coming out tonight. Please, as you leave our Rotary Softball Complex, we ask your cooperation. Dispose of your garbage in the garbage cans, please. Do not leave it in the seating area. We would greatly appreciate that. Cardinals also, improved to 8-2, and two, the and the Comets dropped to 5-5. Post game ramp coming up. You're listening to Cardinal Softball on WTVB. You know what we like to do on Friday nights? Of course I do. So you're saying you know we're coming to the Willows for the Friday night all-you-can-eat fish fry? Of course. Everybody loves the Willows Friday night fish fry. Alaskan Pollock, breaded and fried to a crisp golden brown. Or enjoy a three-piece dinner. Both include crinkle-cut fries and house-made coleslaw. The Friday night fish fry sounds perfect, but I also heard the Philly steak and cheese is now on special on Wednesdays and Saturdays. Our Philly steak and cheese is delicious, and you can custom make it any way you want. Hey, let's talk Willow Burgers. The jalapeno cheddar Willow Burger grilled to perfection. A third or half pound burger with a kick. Or try the Cowboy Willow Burger. Giddy up. I love a delicious Cowboy Willow Burger with cheddar cheese, crispy bacon, barbecue sauce topped with an onion ring. Or try the Olive Burger, the Mushroom and Swiss Burger, or create your own Willow Burger. Follow the Willow's Bar and Grill on Facebook, too. The Willow's Bar and Grill, just east of River Road on US 12 in Coldwater. Attention sellers, we can help you wade through this real estate market. This is your Midwestern Realty team. The agents at Midwestern Realty Group know our current market. And we understand all of the changes that are going on. Which means we can help you get the most money out of selling your home. We are more than real estate agents. We're advisors here to help you. So you don't miss any money that your house is worth. And we'll take the hassle out of the process. It's simple. Work with the agents at Midwestern Realty to sell your home. We will share with you our years of experience and techniques of the trade to stage your home for better quality showings to potential buyers. I'm Jim Bowers. For over two decades, experience you can count on. I'm Randy Blonde. Jill Bowers here. Call us today at 517-278-6400. I'm Doug Campbell. Or you can stop by our Midwestern Realty office at 685 East Chicago Road. Or visit us anytime at MidwesternRealty.com. I'm Sharon Atkinson. The Midwestern Realty team. We won't let you sell yourself short. That's MidwesternRealty.com. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Welcome back to the Rotary Softball Complex. Sean Watson and Quinn Berry just saw the Coldwater Cardinals and Jonesville Comets play a pretty entertaining doubleheader. The two games played uh, dramatically differently. The Comets won a pitcher's duel in the opener 5-2 to two as Madeline Lee got the win over the Cardinals' Alexis Bills. A lot of offense in the second game as the Cardinals won eleven to seven. Yeah, two you know two very competitive games for uh, these Cardinals tonight against the Comets. Uh, something that you know you need to do, and uh, uh, I think uh, we uh, you know kept our focus a little better in that second game and uh, did a good job hitting the ball, running the bases, and that's what's important. And uh, got a nice eleven to seven win. Kenzie Scheid got the win. 
going all seven innings here in the nightcap, giving up seven runs on eight hits. But here's the key for this one. Struck out 12, only walked one. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, she had all her pitches working there tonight. Uh, I thought uh, her fastball that kind of, you know, uh, curved to the right-handed, comes in on the right-handed hitters uh, like a screwball, and uh, uh, that was working all night long. And she uh, she placed her rise ball well throughout the evening and uh, got the curveball out on the outside part of the plate there towards the end of the ball game. So some nice, nice pitches by Mackenzie Scheid and uh, uh, just a great job. We had some good, pretty good defense all night long for us and uh, kept it down on the airs and uh, got us a nice victory. For the Jonesville Comets, Lyra Nichols taking the loss going three and two-thirds innings, giving up nine runs on seven hits, three walks, only struck out two. Madeline Lee came in relief through two and a third innings, gave up two runs, one hit, no walks, four strikeouts. Yeah, did, uh, you know, the Cardinals just did a better job of being patient at the plate, got the hits when they needed them, and uh, some extra base hits there, uh, a triple, a couple of doubles, and uh, some nice RBIs, so... Good job by the Cardinal Lady Lady Cardinals in the second game uh, hitting the ball. Excuse me, the uh, mood here at the Rotary Softball Complex uh, was a little bit low for about a half hour. Very early in this game, Erica Hurst, who is courtesy running for Kenzie Scheid, was going from second to third slid into the bag funny, and she was in a horrible amount of pain. Uh, play was stopped for a half hour while uh, paramedics and uh, other officials were tending to her. She was eventually uh, strapped on a board and uh, uh, strapped on a gurney and uh, taken out to an awaiting ambulance. And uh, again, we hope nothing but the best for Erica Hurst going forward as she recovers from what sounds like a pretty gnarly injury. Yeah, probably some type of a, a leg injury. Uh she got good treatment while she was here. The, the EMTs did a nice job. They took their time. And, uh, yeah, we sure hope uh, everything is good for Erica. And, uh, you know, as the young lady moves forward, uh, uh, the rest of her high school here in the next month or so. Now we were mentioning a very busy week next week. Doubleheader here against Penfield next Tuesday. Makeup doubleheader at Hastings on Wednesday. Doubleheader here against Olivet on Thursday. And then a doubleheader at Portage Northern coming up on Saturday ahead of the Division I district that the Cardinals will be hosting uh, toward the end of the month. Bill DeBow has come up into the press box. He's going to strap on the headset and talk about the split of the doubleheader uh, against the Jonesville Comets. Uh, first question, uh, uh, what do you know about Erica Hurst's uh, situation? Uh, preliminary, the x-rays show that it was a break above the ankle. Oh, my gosh. So, wow. Clean break. Uh, I know she was in a lot of pain there and uh, oh. got it taken care of. That gives me two injuries on the season. So mm. things like that happen. So I'm definitely glad I'm carrying the extra girls this year. Uh, again, uh, we hope nothing but the best for her recovery going forward. Yes. Yeah, well, uh Thought you hit the ball a little better in that second game. You were a little more patient at the plate. Uh, uh, got a couple of extra base hits and uh, some RBIs there and uh, played a little bit better offensively. 
they had a great pitcher. She came out there and she was stifling us. And I kept telling the girls, "You're going to see good pitching like this uh, further in the season. So we got to be patient and look for strikes." And and they said it best: "It looks great coming all the way in until you swing." Yeah, yeah, that's true. That that's the rise ball, and that stifles a lot of us. And I told the girls that they have to learn from this experience. This is a non-conference game, so let's take this and uh, get prepared for the second half of the season. But well, the two, I was going to say the two games were uh, dramatically different. We had a pitcher's duel in the opener, Madeline Lee versus Alexis Bills. And and then uh, the bats were really going uh, in the second game. Yeah, uh, the first game, like I said, uh, we didn't get our bats going when we did. We needed to manufacture some runs, and we just didn't get that job done. And uh, um, when we had a few marginal errors out there that cost us an extra base, then we'd give up a gap shot. So uh, those are the mistakes that we need to work on and, and get prepared for the season. Our, our defense definitely has to step it up a little bit. You hit it right on the nose, uh, Coach. You, you know, you said this is what you got to play to get better, mm-hmm. and that's what and that's what's going to happen from this. They're going to learn from this, and uh, as you move forward. And- with the other big games here coming up in the near future. I heard Jonesville is a tough team, and I'm glad yeah. we got to see them uh, this year, and uh, we definitely will get some work out of this, and it, it teaches us what we need to do improve. So uh, perfect timing for this part of the season. Yes, and Mackenzie Scheid came in. Her ball really moved tonight, I thought, uh, uh, when she was on the mound. She had that little, I, I call it a screwball. I don't know. It's a fastball, and yep. it kind of comes into those right-handed hitters, and uh, that's a real tough pitch for him to hit. I tell you, she... Uh, definitely can put some good hitters down and she's doing wonderful this year uh today i was kind of worried a little bit because uh, they were making solid contact on her so and i know they had a good hitting team but we just need to get a little bit better yeah so quite the conflict coming up uh, next week penfield hastings olivet portage northern it's a busy week I don't know what else to say. Maybe we can get a rainout in there if the weather's been no, so bad no, no, this year. We, we don't need any more rainouts, Coach. No, that's oh, what I happens. That. That's what happens come this time of the year. You know, you got to play them. You got to play them. You, you know, you play them and and uh, and you get better. Yep. That, that's why you're going to Hastings on Wednesday because of a rainout yeah. or a snow out. And uh, the last week of the season, we also have three games that week. So I, I know we push some back and. Let our pitchers do their job, and we just have to support the pitching a little bit better. That's the one thing I've been working and harping on the girls a little bit because we could have games done in three innings, we end up going six, and we just need to get the job done. So, learning okay. curve. Congratulations, and we'll hope to see you again later in the later in the season. We're we'll scheduled actually to uh, see the Cardinals. Oh, very enticing matchup against Northwest coming up mid-May. That should be the matchup of the uh, the whole light. Yep, I think Knock so too because uh, I think your kids are going to get better. Your girls are going to get better, and that's going to be a fun game. I'm loving it. Thanks, guys. Thank you. It's Bill DeBoe joining us on our postgame show. Cardinals drop the opener to Jonesville 5-2, to two, take the nightcap 11-7. to seven. Speaking of I'm loving it, let's hear this one final word from your local area McDonald's restaurants, then we'll come back and name McDonald's players of the game. Are you or your kids looking for a job with a flexible work schedule with a higher pay scale than ever? The perfect opportunity is available at your local McDonald's. All three McDonald's locations in Coldwater, Quincy, and Bronson have openings right now. They'll work around school and sports schedules, and they're paying up to $14 per hour based on availability. Stop in for more information or go online to mcdonalds.com. Find that perfect, great-paying job right now at your local McDonald's. 
1590 FM 95.5 WTVB. So you want to go with Brooklyn Carey for McDonald's player of the game in the opener? Oh, definitely. Uh, great defense in center field. A couple of hits and game run. She runs the bases well. Definitely uh, Brooklyn Carey in game one. As we said, we were going to name McDonald's players of the game for both ends of our doubleheader. Uh, for the nightcap, got to be Kenzie Scheid. Seven runs on eight heads, but 12 strikeouts and only one walk. Oh, I thought she was tough all night long. Uh, Coach uh, LeBeau said there, uh, Coach LeBeau said uh, they made some solid contact with her early in the game, but she got stronger as the game went. And uh, I thought the last two, three innings there, she was real tough. So congratulations to Brooklyn Carey and to Kenzie Schneider, McDonald's players of the game in this doubleheader split with the Jonesville Comets. Our next high school sports broadcast action here on WTVB will be coming up on Tuesday. We're going back to Lau Field for a twin bill against the Penfield Panthers. In making out our broadcast schedule, I selected that one because of how the I-8 finished last year with Marshall and first Penfield in second and Coldwater in third. Yeah, well, I'm not sure what uh, we'll have to wait and see what Penfield has, but they uh, have some pretty good baseball players over in that Battle Creek area, so I think they'll be tough again. So it'll be you and I, Mike's side from Lyle Field, the corner of Hatch and Green uh, next Tuesday, beginning at 525, joining the action in progress. Does that sound like a date? It sounds good to me. All Hopefully right. uh, bring on some sunshine. I was hoping you were going to do that when you came back from Florida I, I last time around. I but. was hoping so, too, but uh, it didn't follow me. Yeah, it, it was not to be, evidently. Well, that's the story from here at Max Larson Elementary School's Rotary Softball Complex for Justin Lopshire and for Quinn Berry. Sean Watson signing off from the softball home of the Cardinals in this non-conference doubleheader with the Jonesville Comets. Coldwater drought the opener 5-2, took the nightcap 11-7. Until next Tuesday, good night, everyone. Tonight's action brought to you by these members of the Sports Boosters Club. Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers. Paul Lang of Alienwood Mortgage Lender. Fobelia Chrysler Dodge D. Bram. Branch County Abstract and Title. Edward Jones Financial Advisor Diana Butler. Case Realty Group. CNO Insurance. Culey's Jewelry. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant. Furniture and Mattress Warehouse. Ask Kaywood PC. Hillside Motor Sales. Integrity Apparel Screen Printing and Embroidery. Mancino's Pizza and Grinders. Matt Halen Holmes. McDonald's of Branch County. Midwestern Realty Group. Nottawa Gas Company. Surpro of Branch in Southern Calhoun Counties. Union Pallet and Container. Edward Jones Financial Advisor BJ West. Willow's Bar and Grill. And Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Jay Wright. The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238 CD Coldwater.